Yeah. Like I'm like Harrison Ford in Leno's green room right now. <laughs> right. Thank you. He's Sean With Penn. With If I was Sean, <laughs> if I was Sean Penn, you'd let me smoke in here, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Piece of shit. <laughs> like I'm backstage the black room. <laughs> no, we don't. Nobody tells Sean Penn to put it out because they're just yeah gonna, right. He'll just walk out. Socked <laughs> in the mouth. <laughs> Do the interview from the fucking parking lot. No way, that guy's not smoking. All right, like let's uh, mute, do something. Mute yourselves. They want us to mute themselves. You made a big this plant. Hey, quiet on the set. <laughs> turn my own self off. Oh, in the shock pants, yeah. The money store. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening Terrible. to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Conan and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the psycho logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan. There's too, way too much potty mouth cursing in there, man. Not down with it. Gotta change that intro. I keep saying Real that. blue. Yeah, you know, it's like... Hi everybody! It's curse. It's light, right? Oh, look, these guys are—they're edgy. Fuck you! Hey, Hey. F word this, F word that. Well, you shouldn't say the F word too much. uh, You know, uh, fuck you, John. Hey, AZ with the F word. No more. I just what did I just say? Alarm! My God, no! This isn't the type of show we run here, and uh, it's terrible. And (laughs) Joe. Phil Flarm, Flarm, Phil. Yeah, Noel McNeil's got to run for the hills when he hears that intro. And um, welcome back here to Life in the Bronze on Radio Nope. Thanks for joining us. I'm joined, of course, by Adam Grizella. Hello there. Uh, Traveling Pete. Good evening. Red Hot Ryan lighting up the keys. Hey, he took off his glasses. Oh, my glasses. God, he took the glasses off. That's How'd you so like that? That was good, like right? that move. Yes, yes. It's a little CSI Queens. Uh, Mario in transit, which please stop driving. Aim. And by the You're way, you, you, is your sunroof open? Because I know what's going to happen. He's, what are you trying to get struck by lightning? Can you stop at Dunkin' Donuts? He's not saying anything. Of course, money God Steven so there. There's everybody. And thanks for uh, joining us. I see uh, Hardy's on there too, but he's muted, so I don't know. Figuring it out. I see him there, and uh, there's no no Pat, no Tommy, but we're happy to welcome 
our special, special guest at the 9, 9 p.m. Eastern time hour, just about an hour from now. Of course, Noel McNeil, great puppeteer. You've seen That'd him on. great. Oh my God, what a crazy guest. A little Good round guess. of applause. What a get. No, when I clap, you know, it's like, man. Hey! Guys, oh, boy. Term. oh, man. That's right. You've seen him on uh, Sesame Street, of course, Bear in the Big Blue House. Everybody remembers that, right? You, you mm-hmm. Man, you got to watch these things. It's a lot. He's been on so many things. It's impossible to list, it. you know, that'd be an hour-long show by itself. I asked the Raphael asked. in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. That's a, a three. Oh, it two Back in the samurai one. I liked it in yeah. the in my research document, which Adam is nice enough to pre- prepare for me every week. Thank you, Adam. That uh, it it lists Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three as the sequel to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, which is, <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, a uh, uh, description there. I mean, it, where's the lie? I but uh, yeah, he's also been nominated for an Emmy Award. Uh, I know Ryan. Just I think he won. Did any win? No, I don't think so. Well, don't it says right. nominee in my notes. We're off to a good start here, fellas. <laughs> Electric. We're going to have to ask him these questions, I suppose. That's right. All he's right. pressing questions. Yeah. Hey, you well, know, ask him a lot of for things. an intro, nobody's yeah. talking over one another. Like, this is okay. We're, we're off to a good start. Yeah, what is this? Like, uh, it's like NPR. It's funny you mentioned that, Sully. You sound a little roomy. Tommy not feeling well. We hope... Uh, for the best for him and hope he's feeling better so uh he works too much yeah 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 he does need some rest there'll be no news tonight yeah there's some news yeah kofavi shark marty janetti oh and the baby shark bites yeah there's a guy with the ran through uh walmart in uh louisiana with his underwear and a mask today yeah, he was he, uh, swinging a knife at people or something like that. Just Ryan with the vague yeah. news. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't know. He's here. wearing underwear, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. It's coming in in drips and drabs. <laughs> I kind of skimmed the article. <laughs> Stay tuned for more information. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Good job. Who did I miss? I missed somebody, right? Oh, I got everybody? Good. Mariuch. I had to disappear. All right, so uh, welcome Steve back, Harvey. I appreciate Steve Harvey. Yeah. Is everyone Steve doing Harvey, yes. okay? It's uh, I see some Gilby black. Clark from Guns N' Roses coming in. Yeah, <laughs> Adler, a- Anthony Cumia coming by later. Yeah, he's he's good. He's going to be strapped uh, strapped up. That guy. He won't wear a mask. Weird. Capo calling in. <laughs> look, look behind me. Oh boy. Oh my go, god. Go over there. Oh. I, I I heard there was a picture of you. On the beach Shame. with like sixteen people from Floral Park. Nobody's wearing a mask. Oh, yeah, he was out there. You know, and then I was supposed to go on this trip. Thank God. Thank God I didn't go. What a oh. what a great decision. I was I'd never been on so on the fence in my life about anything. It turns out it's a complete disaster. It he was. he's what microphone are you on? It's it was a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, you had a busted nose and the golf thing, pitching putt we're supposed to do wasn't open. And the beach was closed, and you had to go to a different beach. And you, and I, I was going to tell you not to show up because, you know, you're running around with no mask with your kids. What, what are you doing? And well, you're, at the pro, you're trying to get the get it and give it to me, aren't you? Just to bust my freaking chops. We're going to be uh, thank you right. bunking Hi, together. Hi, Mario. That's what I meant to say. How you doing? Uh, we're going to be bunking together. No, no, next no, wait. week. No, hey, hey, we listen. Down to Dixie. No, hey, 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 hey. 
We're not talking about that. I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get stopped on the bridge and they're gonna throw me in the 14 day jail. I'm out. That's it. I won't talk about it. Thank you. I'm just trying to reach herd immunity. We're going to Trenton. That's all I know. We're going to the heart of the epidemic. Stop it! (laughs) What? I booked us a ticket for two to Walt Disney World. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Let's go to Fantasyland. Ah, speaking of fantasies. The Zoom is working, right? (laughs) Yeah. I just don't hear anyone. Oh, I t- oh, it's shit. I see what happened. Off? Off? Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. But no, I, I no, I turned you up because wow. uh, you know, microphone uh, mic over here. There's no idea which one is on. It's my fault. Sorry everybody. Microphone fiend. Yeah. So <laughs> I apologize. For what? Where do we begin with <laughs> driving <laughs> which apology? Was that a protest you were at? Was that a teachers union thing? What was that all about? I think this is Mario's new move. Is he just says I apologize in the most insincere way because he never apologized before. Now he just he goes. Some people go to him. Hey, you never say sorry. So now he goes. I apologize, and it's so meaningless. Wrong. I apologize my whole life. Somehow more sincere than Luis. Yeah. Well, you know, what were you doing out on the streets the other day, my friend? So uh, there was a day of national rage. uh, I saw you in the New York Post. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I usually wait for (laughs) the Met playoffs to show up in the Post. Uh, No, it was in the softball section. For some (laughs) reason, I was like, somebody sent me an article, uh, and I'll I'll read it at the news time, because Tommy's not here. Great. Uh, It was a national day of outrage. Let's do the same topic twice. August 3rd. and. It was at the UFT on 52 Broadway. United Federation of Teachers. It was about three, 400 teachers, even though the Post only reported 200. Right, right. And they all had bands, and they had costumes, and they had, uh, uh, they had uh, corpses, and they had uh, Corpse? coffins. Coffins, like makeshift <laughs> coffins. Coffins. And, uh, coffins. coffins, and they had uh, body bags. Hmm, so I went down there. Uh, more uh, Nikata UFT, our organization was a sponsor. What's of one the more corpse? And it was a march from the UFT to the DOE to demand that you know teachers and students not be the next victims in this experiment sure. to open up the economy. Yeah. And uh, next thing I know, um, I'm standing by the coffin ladies. Coffin. Yeah, the coffin, coffin. where the dead people are. So coffin. And uh, they have like seven. You know, body you're bags. from Queens. Mostly we, are you like saying the same? Coffin. Home owners, by the way, Mario. What's that? Are you saying funeral home owners, Mario? No, no. These were teachers who had made like um, the undertakers coffins right, that they you were. See it. I see ma- you see it. Marching with a uh, uh, marching with the coffins, and they had the the bags in the body bags with the COVID victims' names on them. And they had about eight of them, and they were holding the coffin like funeral pallbearers. What is this coffin? I don't know. How do you say it? I'm buried in a coffin. Coffin? Coffin. Nobody's coffin. Nobody's coffin. We're coffin. Coffin. Anyway. You're one of those people that says like. F-F-I-N? Is that how we're. Yeah, I, he or just says it kind of weird. Talking about? Yeah, Coughlin. Tom Coughlin. 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 He's one of the, are you the, one of those people who says comfortable instead of <laughs> <laughs> Or My father yeah. does that. Or I'll be like Tommy. I'm, ba- a, I'm against it. Ba- ba- Do you go like uh, those old teachers who used to uh, put both T's together when they were like battle? Battle. Battle. There was like an old timey thing. Anyway, go ahead. Battle or battle. Yeah. So basically, I'm standing there. What is that, creator? Is it a. Mike Myers? 
from Halloween? Oh, hey, I do. It, 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 it's and very thank God well someone brought a puppet. For I prefer him. Um, Puppeteer hairdo, by the way, everyone. I see hairdos. I don't know. I'm out on my my connection is weak here, so I'm not on I, right. on Zoom. I'm you. waving to people. I'd like to see this, but I can't. So I'll look at it later. Continue. So I was standing by the coffin. You know, you've the pallbearers. Naked, you don't need to see anything else. You're good. I was standing by the pallbearers, and I'm like, well, who's going to carry all the corpses? And they're like, well, you want to help? And I'm like, sure, because I already have a banner that clearly said that I was uh, accusing uh, Trump of uh, modern-day genocide. And so I said, What about this, the local politicians it. making us go back to school? You ignore them? That's fine. I'm not defending the president, for God's sake. I'm just saying. That, you know, no, well, you know, my whole thing is it starts from the top down, and mm-hmm. there's absolutely no accountability, and... The, denying the dangers and then no federal response, even though there's a federal response when there's these uh, fascists, uh, according right, to I'm him. I'm sorry, yes. So anyway, I what marched with, the, I picked up the corpse and I marched behind the pallbearers most of the time. And of course, there were people who would jump in front of the coffin and take pictures. And, <laughs> and next thing I know, I get a, a text. Look who made the post, and there I am on the uh, on the front yeah. co- the front well, picture of the don't story. Act, oh, don't act surprised. You always insert yourself front and center. I had in to these look things. for you. You were on the front. You were in the back. I was in the back. I was following the funeral procession. He, he looks and says to himself, "Where's like the middle? Where's the center? Where, where's the he place where the yeah. I'm going to get a picture of myself?" Well, taken. you know, usually I make the post when the Mets are in the playoffs. I never yeah. expected to make the post for marching. <laughs> Down Broadway, but it was it was pretty good. I, not so super well intent, attended, but some really good speakers. Canyon of Zeros. And there we go. <laughs> Very good. I'm All proud right. of you, Mario. I cannot All kidding connect. aside, I'm glad yeah, that uh, get out there. Glad that you're in there. Don't worry, we'll connect you up there in a little while. And Where is the UFC building? <clears throat> the Tweed building is down, down by Federal Hall Plaza, and the so UFT is on 52 Broadway. Little, oh, okay. little north of it looks, like, it looks like you're in the middle of Greece when you're marching down there. There's all these columns and the movie Greece. No, the uh, country Greece. <laughs> I got chills. Right. They're electrifying. Yeah, close. <laughs> I got the COVID. So yeah, it looks like Greece. Is everyone wearing motorcycle jackets? No, you know they have the Corinthian <laughs> columns and they have the Parthenon-styled buildings and. I want to say that very... out of my boyfriend and fuck you, Mario, quickly. <laughs> All right, enough cursing, there. please. Hey, scare the guest off. God I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying anything. It's just a little jealous. That's all. Yeah. Well, we're well, proud of. He is my boyfriend. Who, Pete? It's official. Yeah. yeah. Pete. Yeah. No, we 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 actually marked it. I think we did the Blood Brothers. Right. You know, there we, was no, we, you, we, we we only kissed once, but it meant yeah. something. I, I, you know, if you want to talk after the show, I could tell you the you know a, a more practical way of consummating that. You don't have to drink, um, cut yourself. Well, maybe I can learn from your ways, John. Yes. What, what do you? It's like Stand by Me. Is this like nineteen fifty? <laughs> Wait, can I be Richard Dreyfus writing the story just later? <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I, or do I have to be like in, like the, in the storyline itself? We got Dreyfus. <laughs> Dreyfus is on. He's on board. I'd, ra- I'd rather be the Dreyfus in Mr. Holland's Opus. <laughs> oh, I hated that movie. I never saw that. That was the first I movie I ever Doesn't interest me. This is awful. I, 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 I like Jaws, and I think he was like the tenth guy down to finally accept uh, Close Encounters or something. There's going to be like a bunch of other people. Yeah, a little miscast there, but he did a great, great job. In the theater, 
Yeah. When and a Houlihan and maybe a few people in the audience may or may not know. I'm going to name check. I saw it with. Um, I wasn't there. Uh, close encounters. No, no, you the weren't out there. You know, you weren't. You weren't there. It was. Uh, I don't know. I was with my then girlfriend. I don't know who the other girl was, and Chris <laughs> Peppertone. And all of a sudden, I look down, and Chris Peppertone is hysterical crying. I mean, in the middle of the movie. What movie? Just. I thought it was one of the girls. Crying and laughing? Shit. What movie? Like, Mr. Holodopus. Oh, fuck that oh. sappy shit. <laughs> Death. See, that's why you're my boyfriend. <laughs> it's an it was long, just like three hours. It was, no, it's it was opus. I, I looked down, and, but there were, we were with a couple of girls, and I thought it was one of them, and I looked down to, like, you know, give <laughs> sorrow, and, like, you know, hey, it's going to be all right. We're going to be fine. This is and too long. Him. What's the name of the movie? Like, oh, I don't know. Something shit. opus. <laughs> Say no more in exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, who got, you went to see Mr. Holland's opus in the theater? The <laughs> gang. I, I, I did. Let's go, guy. Let's do it, boys. If we can uh, get a bottle of you vodka. Ready to rock. It's gonna be a rager. <laughs> Everyone's crying at the end. <laughs> Tripping on acid at Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> can, can I? I, I have, Jesus Christ! I have, I have I'm looking to get a far, far encounter of the. That's grim. With Mario. What's that? I, I I went to two I went to two movie screenings with John Houlihan in my lifetime that I can recall. Right. And well, more than one. Fried but, green uh, tomatoes. No, no, no. Yes, yeah, that was <laughs> that was that was where we cried together. That's a good movie. I like I fuck with that movie. movie. No, I we, yeah, we went and we Mike uh John and I went and saw you mentioned tripping out. John and I went and saw Dumb and Dumber. We did? But it was <laughs> It was fucking remember pouring that rain. I don't we remember went that shit to at all. The wrong movie theater. This is no joke. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys we took were there for 15 minutes. We got yeah. No, no, I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Mike, I remember yeah. you guys walking. Yeah, who are you? Who are you? Left and dude, this is totally not us. This is us, dude. Ryan. My story. Ryan oh, could man. actually verify this in some regard because I please don't he was there verify anything. <laughs> we we got to the theater. We went to the wrong theater. They're across the highway from each other. And this John is, and I decided Cinema City. The bus is a yes. Dog, it was bro. Cinema City Five or right. the other five. one across the road. <laughs> right. And we are we are hammered now on mushrooms. And not true. We walk in <laughs> and the theater is on a Friday night. It's it's packed. It's packed. John's mother. We can't find show, our friends. Why? <laughs> you, everybody. I don't else. know what this guy's talking about. <laughs> they they must be a like a my mother. Baggy stop cursing, that please. That my mother thinks that um, thing. yeah, hairdo is hairdo is Eddie Haskell. Like he comes over, he's like, "Hi, Mrs. Olan," and then we, you know, <laughs> we go out and steal it. <laughs> oh, can John come out to play? Yeah. Oh, gee, <laughs> we'll take good care of him. He'll be home in time. <laughs> I'm only wearing a, a Halloween mask. Everything's fine. <laughs> so what was so the other movie we, we, and we went to see? We are so fucked up that Stop we cursing, can't please. find our Thank friends you. in the theater. Too many efforts. So John to... and I decide, because it's pissing rain out, yeah. that we're just going to hang out. We ask the, the the patrons of the theater, can we just hang out in here? So we found out <laughs> one really fun thing that I don't. Night. I really don't remember this. Yeah. You. It was the night of the opening of Dumb and Dumber. This is yeah. I, I've actually never seen. We had about twelve people. You don't theater. remember because you were on mushrooms, John. No, I, I saw that in the theater. I remember seeing that. Well, well one of the things we learned was that I, I wouldn't do that. movie theaters. Just go see Jim Carrey. Are insane. 
Oh, the rug the, pattern? The rug patterns in movie theaters are just... <laughs> I never really noticed them until certain circumstances come up. This yellow thing being we one of them. that night. I'm not even kidding. It's sticky shining. from the popcorn and soda. Puppeteer Noel McNeil coming on at the 9 o'clock hour here live for the And then Radio I Nope. I will tell you one other last and quick story about John and oh, movie theaters. And no, no, no. Actually, popcorn I don't know if it paints you in a good or bad light, but you're you are cut and dry. You're a fucking maniac. All right. Enough effort, please, though. Thank you. We have a Sorry kid's puppeteer coming on. That's Michael Myers, not me. Michael Myers doesn't curse. Yeah. Don't blame it on him. Yeah, he doesn't really he say doesn't much. Really speak. I've never heard him curse. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even... He doesn't, <laughs> that guy didn't get his keeps, SAG card to the fifth movie. He keeps <laughs> it more of a, a, a 9 o'clock show versus the 11 o'clock. upstanding guy. enough of... Scab. So the long and short is, I had the luxury of going. Works. I had the luxury of going. <laughs> I had the luxury of going to see the kids in the hall brain candy with Mr. John. Oh Land. Great man, that movie. I don't remember that seeing that. So he gets it. Look yeah, at me. That movie's. I'm an elephant rider. But I, this story has a medium sad but a medium awesome ending. And I'm going to tell you why. John's, this is how long ago this was, John's beeper goes off. Not, he had to go sell a nickel bag. He's going to go pop <laughs> Before you guys get a little too not stairs. You know the importance of a sky page? John says, listen to me. I have to go. It's my mother. I said, oh, shit, you know, okay. She you hates know, the kids in the hall. She's <laughs> Where's the payphone at? <laughs> well, the payphone? It doesn't call back. He goes out. Same like, he grabs like two quarters off me. I'm not even kidding. He's just like, I need like 50 cents. I got to call my mother. I'm like, all right, whatever. Here, he comes back. And John, do me a favor and just hold back for one second and let me tell exactly how it went down. You came back and said to me, I say, shit, is everything all right? You sit right back down next to me and say, yeah, my grandfather died. And I said, oh, shit, we have to get out of here. And you said, not until we see the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. He's, you can't bring Grandpa back. He's not going to just want to make the audience aware of yeah. who we're dealing with. Here. That's a terrible. Story. It was. It was. I, I was ready to leave. I'm, fuck this. We're out of here. And no, I, I was like, nope, And he looked staying. over, and Chris yeah. Pepitone was crying. Sorry, so you, yeah. you're missing. <laughs> you're, 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 you're missing one more uh, movie. We went. To, we went to go see a uh, beer league with Artie Lang. Remember that? <laughs> In the theater? Yes, yes the we theater. did. Yeah, and we, it was. It was like. 11 o'clock in the morning and we we're like drinking a bottle of vodka in there or something and uh, America's there were these people asshole. sitting right. in front of us who had Can to, I tell who you had other people's you and I went and saw the I like that movie I have two two movies I'm just going to name oh, check them I'm not going to tell the story so and it goes as follows Jacob's Ladder but the other one was Jason's Lyric we, no <laughs> Men at Work with the two Sheehan <laughs> we went and saw that in the theater Me? at like, the, like 14 oh. Not me. Keith David was bullshit, and you were there. I don't remember I, any of this. I'll scoot around the camera for this. You were there. All right, I, I believe <laughs> you. Step aside, Michael Myers. 
I saw a movie last night. I saw Jojo Rabbit, Ryan, finally. I thought it was great. Oh, it's about time. J-O, J-O? Yeah. I thought it was very good. Yeah, I've been seeing it. I can't wait to see it. J-O Jr. The heavy I, th- flush, I thought you saw it's it and you were sweet. yelling at me not to see it. It must have been someone else. No, I kept saying not to go you. see it. Not you. Talking to Ryan. To, no, talking to me. I haven't seen it yet. No, oh, I, maybe I have it was a copy you, of it that they sent to me, but I, I, I still haven't realized. You were supposed to vote, Ryan. You're in the Academy. You're supposed to vote for those things. I don't. Not for that, no. <laughs> who won the Academy it, it, Award? It wasn't that movie, right? So who won? The, the television Academy. Who won? Which I'm not even in that anymore. Uh, I can't tell you that because that's part of the thing tonight. No, who won the, the freaking movie uh, championship? The Academy Award? Yeah, Academy that's right. That's part, well, I call the movie championship. The movie championship, yeah, by the final way. Four. I think that's amazing. I swear to God, it's part of the game tonight. I can't tell you that. Oh, really? I cannot tell oh, you. It's wow. top secret. This has been on my mind all day. Really? Nobody yeah, because I, I knew that uh, Jojo Rabbit was nominated. I'm like, man, that was pretty good. I wonder what won. Yeah. I wonder who won the, mo- <laughs> the, the movie championship. Yeah. Well, the cat's the out of the Super bag Bowl now. Everyone's going to Google. The Super Bowl of movies. The Super Bowl of movies <laughs> goes to <laughs> Marty. Marty. Christmas and Tinseltown. Who carries the fire be the Super Bowl of movies? Marty's a great movie. Which one? Marty with the Ernest Butcher. Great movie. I would have never seen that if it was Yeah, but what's the famous movie it beat that's like a... It's like a oh the quiz show thing? Wasn't that like the Oh, Marty. With Ernest Borgnine. That was the answer, wasn't it? It came out in 1955. Yeah, but that was the answer in Quiz Show or whatever yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. right. That's, that's, listen, Quiz Man. Show is a good movie. Yeah. I like Quiz Show, you know. Quiz <laughs> Show. I like uh, Jonathan Thoreau's in there. And uh, I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah. I believe I, Redford directed that. Bob Redford? Maybe. I don't, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And Joel Fleischman. Was Robert, Robert Redford? An exposure. It, 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 it won the champion, the movie championship right, it, that year. <laughs> Pretty ass Bob Redford. I had it in my bracket. I've cried. No, Quiz Show so didn't win that year. Bad movies. Oh, my God. I cried the drop. I've, I've cried. I cried at the end of uh, Be Kind, Rewind. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It's something about community. Such a great like, movie. Warm my heart. <laughs> I cry. Um, I cry at all. Did, the yeah. did, did, did you remind us? I cried. I cried at the end of Blow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Johnny Depp. Really? The <laughs> it's nice to have nice things, George. <laughs> he just wanted his kids back. Yeah, he just wanted his kids. It's back. Nice to have nice things, George. They finally got. Um, and I, and I, I will tell any person that I that I cried at the end of. Uh, what was that Will Ferrell basketball movie? Semi pro. I cried at the end of semi pro. But I was very depressed at the time. A winning basket and move on up by Curtis Wayne. My most famous one everyone knows is the end of Cool Runnings. I was going to bring that up. Dumb and Dumber tripping his balls off. Right. Oh, they're so dumb. But uh, what was I the other one I cried the other day? I was watching Boogie Nights, and she <clears throat> went to the custody meeting, and she was crying outside. I was like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Sad. That's a little choked up. Very sad. My wife oh, laughs at me. Did you she cry in the beginning of that crying. movie, though, John? Seriously. I cried through the entire thing of Boogie Nights. And then at the end. <laughs> the argument with his mom as he's getting out of there is. Oh, that's that's heavy duty, yeah. That's so intense. I'll I'll yeah. give you guys my my my, my top crying movies, and they're actually realistic. The hairdos top crying movies. 
A credit gump. Fuck, fuck you, John, by the way. You know what? The green Enough mile? with the effort. And I'm going to kick you off the yeah, When that's, the that's one good. cop says to the other cop, wipe your eyes before you stand up, I lost my mind. I just came unglued. <laughs> Sorry. I don't I know just, what's more amazing that you could actually remember the movies you watch or that you actually cry at them. When's the last time you cried, Mario? I cry all the time and my wife ridicules me. All the time? When I watch she movies, ridicule. that's terrible. I cry at the most sappiest stuff. Did, I get have you ever cried? Up. When's the last time you cried, like in, uh, in real life, though, about something like real that wasn't a movie? Well, was, I can't really cry. You know that I have I mean, no yeah, tears. I <laughs> so I swell up. I don't cry. An Italian thing. You oh, said, I can't wait to swell you up. Nothing comes out? Nothing comes out. I have no tear ducts. Yeah, during the movie, I know. Well, ah, that's not true. Sometimes I'm lying in bed and I'm getting a little... Uh, can I give my testimonial oh. here? Well, Erica, what was, the, what was the movie I, when we were sitting here working that day and the TV was on in the background and at the end I started crying out loud and you thought something was wrong with me? The crying game. <laughs> 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 West Side Story. <laughs> I don't know. West Side Story. I, I <laughs> cried my eyes out at the end of that one. Every time. I cried at the trailer in the Mr. Game. Rogers movie. Yeah. And uh, did you see this movie called The Descendants with George Clooney? No. I did not. Yeah, that's a heavy one. With yeah, that, one, that got yeah, me going real sad. bad. Yeah. That and Breakfast at Tiffany. That's the other one. Mm. Under that. Burgess Meredith. Can I tell you guys my my other really guaranteed if I had to like cry on cue, Rocky Three when Mickey dies. Uh, yeah. That was, that was yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I was, oh yeah. Sorry. I just Spoiler alert. I just Did everybody give up a two? Rocky Three? Did everybody Rocky Two? I'm I'm, I'm binge watched. I like five. Ghost? Nah, that's Tommy, Tommy Gunn. Oh, no, you like Tommy Gunn. So I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to give you... So, so, uh, um, I cry when I can't get the movie to load. This is a mink. What was that? Who was that guy in uh, Rocky Five? Oh, my God, man. My God. Pete, oh. Pete, I will tell you this. I watched the next one, the Rocky, you know, like the what should have been the finale back yeah. to boner at Beach. the very end when he doesn't win but just is happy and walks out spoiler alert <laughs> you know i'm watching all these rocky movies he's uh, he doesn't win that all i think i think yeah, he's, a, that's he's a shitty boxer people are endearing about it no it's not endearing he sucks at his weight he stinks at boxing he yeah, stinks that's exactly right spider rico when he when he's fighting spider yeah. i spider mean you rico, lose the spider he's a tomato can he ba- he barely I said this to a match. girlfriend of mine yesterday a, about she was watching the karate. I'm here to say Rocky not, stinks at boxing. Stinks. She was watching the karate kid with her children. And like I said, listen, look at it from this one. perspective. And Hula, and I know for a fact you're a big fan of Billy Zabka like I am. So he, Danny <laughs> LaRusso is the bad guy in that movie. Right. He goes into town. Yeah. Goes up from the East Coast, the karate kid's a piece of crap, and says, "I'm gonna steal your woman. I'm gonna pour water on you while you're rolling a joint in your costume. Yeah, he's a dick. I'm gonna fuck up your bike, and I'm gonna (laughs) take away the one thing you seem to love besides the girl, and it's fucking weirdo karate effort." What's up with the Daniel LaRusso? Is the censorship tonight? Hey, everybody, I'm new in town. This is Machio here. I'm from Queens. <laughs> yeah, hey, let hey. me kiss you. Oh, where hey, you go? Everybody, hey, oh, is that your girlfriend uh, not anymore? Oh, you're you trying to. You can't tell me that Daniel LaRusso is the hero. Hey, how about a little thing. kick to the face? I'm going to end your life. 
Pillow think of that. Yeah. Yeah. To you, I'm going to exploit an old Asian guy while I'm here. Question, question. What's it's the, the emphasis? Con. What's the emphasis on keeping it clean tonight, John? Is there something no, I missed? because it's just, first of all, okay, A, there just shouldn't be like efforts all over. And two. <laughs> Have uh, you listened to the show? B. <laughs> I've been trying. You listen to this show, and you listen to no, me. No, he's in a coffin. And B, you know, we have a puppeteer. He's, runs a, he's on a kid's oh, show. Oh, it's a the kid. kid's theme. And our sponsor, Friedman and Sanchez, is not going to be happy if we're constantly cursing. You know, the oh, FCC I don't care about, will be about them. I just, it's, you know, I, just, I think the show's harder to listen to when it's F this, F that the whole time. Screw yeah. Listen up, friends. That's a hot reality. I'm trying to curve it. I'm sorry if I <laughs> abused that. It's okay. Friggin', friggin', dude. You look Frick. handsome, John, by the way. Thanks, man. I appreciate look it. Look I did talk Do to... I? <laughs> Let me see. I'm not looking at myself. I'm in the dark. I did talk to our sponsor, and he says he'll try to call in later because he's very excited about what oh, you've done there, John. Listen, a call in, that's 50 bucks. He thinks, uh, he wants to know if he has permission to put it on his website. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants with it. That's oh, amazing. Wait, I'm on the hook for 50 bucks? No, 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 and not unless you run a law firm. Who's... <laughs> you have a swear jar. You have a swear jar, uh, hairdo. Every time you curse, it's 50 bucks. Hairdo, we have a, uh, a sponsor, Friedman and San the law firm of Friedman and Sanchez, a real life sponsor. That's right. That's what, I, that's what we're talking about, if you listen to the show. Uh, by the way, you, uh, can I say something really quick to you, John? Mm -hmm. Apparently, and I'm getting my, my own private messages, um, which is very unusual considering it's your show. But apparently you have questions questions on the message board. Oh, I have to look Maybe at that. The you Zoom could is in my way. Why don't you ask the message the board. Movie bull. The message board. The message board. Are you talking about the radio <laughs> note or the are Zoom? Are you wearing a robe? So um, I just want to point out that, that er earlier in the in the evening, Pete and I were sharing our lucky cats, and <laughs> after I after I took my lucky cat off camera, I dumped an entire beer on myself in my bed. Oh. That's only eight o'clock. So I don't, Adam. I'm sorry that you had that. to be a part of that. Soli, I got a. Uh, so a, I, I just I had to disrobe. Stephen Soli, I got a but viewer I, I comment the to, other day. You had to robe. Actually, hmm? to be fair, well, hmm? hairdo. If I you think you had to robe, not disrobe. <laughs> disrobe and un and then robe. Where did you get yeah, that robe? Disrobe. Um, hairdo. I got it at um at this uh Arch Ar Ar Archimedes Banya in San Francisco. <laughs> what hotel did you yeah. steal it from? <laughs> it's a it's a, a the outdoor a thing. Place, a bathhouse. Yeah, you can, like go get can, the, can, take a shrimp. There's like a Bet Midler oh. bathhouse, like one of those fun ones. <laughs> no, not, not a fun one. <laughs> if I may, Stephen, Stephen, Hadu, Hadu, Hadu. What, yeah. Mary? Go ahead. I did get a viewer comment uh, when uh, we were talking about the show the other day on the beach, and somebody a said, listener comment, a listener comment, a viewer because they asked me, oh. "Who's well, that yeah. new guy on the show who's always in his robe and brushing his hair?" I, I, I feel uneasy about it, and I told uneasy. her. Oh, uneasy. I told her. Whoa. I said, "Well, if it makes you feel uneasy, then we're probably doing something right." Well, I'll tell you something right now. You're not allowed to listen to the show anymore. Whoever that is. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll say F in you. response to that. I'm feeling. I don't really see it. Really at all. By the way, I don't really get it. But okay. <laughs> I mean, now that this is being broadcast on Facebook, I just want to. Say <laughs> I was, I was going to say whatever Trump said to get himself kicked off of Facebook. 
motherfucker. Yeah, right, just just make some <laughs> weird. On side, I mean, just- I like hairdo's like, yeah, I don't get it that you're in a robe and he's a puppet of Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all no, have our I'm little just quirks. You were robed up like Hugh Hefner, or like just kind of like getting out of the shower. No, oh, I just I. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I want some class to this to this thing. That's yeah. that's right. Let's get some style in here. Yeah, Look at Steve, you guys. Steven Bunch will of slubs. Uh, Steven will classes his fucking place. Uh, Steven will come out later. Do. He'll he uses the Monday night show as a, as cleanup time, and then he takes a shower and he comes out. Yeah, and he he brushes his hair. It's a great it's thing a being on night. Zoom. It was better when I, we didn't explain it. I would like to be on Zoom because I could get a lot of work done while I'm actually well, I'm on not, the show. You know, I can't. I'm not the IT guy too, buddy. But I love being here with you. You're so on it. I see you're it's on a choice. It. It's a choice, and I had to make it rush down here in my car. You have to be I on was, it. I almost got struck by lightning. You had the Zoom. Did you leave your uh, sunroof open again? Oh my God! I better Mario, check. you had right? about six days to figure this out. He's you didn't have on, to rush he was on anywhere. it. You could have gotten there. <laughs> at an it's working perfectly fine, by the way, people. No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I went out, out the other day when the tornado watch happened at yeah, one in the you, afternoon you, you, to get free lunch at schools. And next thing Jesus. I noticed, I'm a little buzzed and I'm like, maybe I should have gone out because things are flying across me. It looked like Kansas as I was driving home on the Douglas on Northern Boulevard. It was a bad idea to go out. You but, think it's a bad idea to go out in the middle of a tropical storm with tornado watch? Oh, my hurricane? God. I, I wanted to get milks and, and snacks for the beach for milks. all the COVID babies that, I was gonna, that were surrounding milk, me at the milk beach. Milk hunter. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, because every when I, whenever I go to the beach, whenever I go to the beach, I'm like, who did anyone bring the milk? <laughs> and I get yeah, apple you know, juice you know and milk, eighty-seven degrees, Cheerios, ah, delicious, <laughs> nice, nice hot glass of milk. You get hummus so you and look carrots. A lot better with your hair down, by the oh, way. Right, hold, hold it in front of the air conditioner on the way there. <laughs> I have a cooler. Milk. You know, the COVID babies were surrounding me. They were everywhere. Oh, and Frank. Listen, this is this, this hurricane. I like that this makes somebody uncomfortable. This hurricane. Yeah, I like it, too. It, this hurricane. Hey, hey, Soli, like, I was, underest- I was underestimating this whole thing. There's trees down everywhere. It was all messed up. I was out of power for more than 24 hours. I know. My house had power. power. I didn't know it was that serious. I just started driving, and then when I'm driving, I see trees falling in front of me. Things, you know, a yeah, cow, a cow flying turn by. around and go and pull back into driving. I was too house. late, but I was ready on my way home by then. Well, not only did I um, uh, lose power, but I called into the Joe Piscopo show to talk about Dude. it. <laughs> you want to hear that? It's not. It's not that funny. Uh, Wait, I, I you're, a- you're fucking serious, John? That's fifty dollars <laughs> in the swear jar. I find something Piscopo. funny about it. Oh, it's so good. Go ahead and play it. You have something to play? No, I just like doing intros to things and set it up. nothing happened. No, set it up, John. <laughs> set it up. So, yeah, I was, uh, I called into the jury. All I had during the power <laughs> outage was this. Oh, I have it right here. Where is it? This Radio Shack thing with the dial. That's right. I, I wasn't kidding. Well, what's uh, your I home see. phone number, John? <laughs> it turns out that Joe Piscopo. A transistor radio. So it's like, like a right a morning, wing morning show on a, a morning show with Joe Piscopo. On oh my god! And you tell I'm going to be a regular caller. You got through. Got through right away. No, nobody else was calling. Yeah. Well, can you, Dolly is can you really treating himself up and two rings. Fucking amazingly. Right, stop cursing, please. And here's me yeah. calling Joe Piscopo Wait. and uh, enjoy it. And please be quiet during it. I guess it's not really that oh. good, but uh, the, for completion's sake, here we go. Hey, John, how you doing? Do you have power out there in Queens, sir? Uh, I have no power, Joe, none whatsoever. <laughs> Nothing at all. No, no, how long have you been out? 
Uh, since uh, about 11.30 yesterday afternoon, I would say. But it's always blind. The rest of that half a block always has power every time. I don't know. They're on a different grid or something. It's like always my head. Yeah. I'm right here with you, man. I, what, what, what is with that? Uh, the same thing. I mean, you look down, you see it like... Put down the middle somewhere. I don't know where... But I, I, I got two AA batteries left, and that's why I, I came upon your show. It's great. I go, I go, oh, I tell my friends, and Joe Piscopo has a show, because um, that's all the entertainment I have is a tiny radio now. And uh, so we've got a couple of new oh. You know what, John? We are proud to have you with us. Hey, John, so you're listening on like an old-fashioned, a regular radio radio that you carry around. That's, I'm li- a uh, little radio stack radio with a dial and everything. Ah, you know what? In an emergency, that's the smartest thing you can do. And I'm telling you, just so I wish I could give you vital information like it's going to go away. But we're, we're looking probably by the end of today into tomorrow. I'm in Jersey. Yeah. I got nothing. I'm like you. I'm, got, I'm like you. I have power envy. When I see somebody with lights, I want to I want to go over to say, can I borrow some? Can I borrow a cup of electricity, please? Something. I'm thinking I'm running the extension cord down the block. I gotta make. I gotta make. I gotta make some friends. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, thank you for uh, tuning into us. And yeah, we're here every every morning. I know it's unbelievable, but we're, we want to stay on the air today. Hang, you know, hang in there, brother. Hang in there, and uh, you know, you, you, we appreciate the tenacity and the courage. You know, of uh, and the strength of New Yorkers, and you're one of them, John. So we're proud to have you come wow. here, my friend. <laughs> This guy's got himself like on to SAO. Uh, there you go. Thank you, John. We got you. John, hope we didn't get cut off. See, uh, let me go. One more call. Let me, I'm going to tell you what we're doing next. Thank you. I was I was cut off, and I don't think Joe Piscopo knew. I think the producer cut me off, but not that I said anything yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Right, but right. he didn't know. He's still talking. And thank you, uh, KT, for uh, uh, recording that. Getting that on the tape. Quick. Does Sanchez uh, do their show also? I, n- oh, my God. Nobody the has whole show. Right. The whole show is commercials. Connors and Sullivan. <laughs> the entire show is ads. It, but anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, He's crazy right wing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, I listen to like later he's, on, like the day after, and he's very like fucking. You know, yeah, you yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're so always the there, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna call into the Joe Episcopal show every morning. I think. Yeah, yeah you you really need to be there. Right 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 and why didn't you drop any Johnny Dangerously references in there? Listen, man, <laughs> you didn't have time. He's just warming up. Like, big fan, big I, fan. I don't want to. I don't want to talk over Joe Episcopal. Hook once, once, once. I don't want to talk over Mr. Episcopal. It's Kimberly. <laughs> right, it's his show, damn it. Stop I mean, talking over Joe. I have a million notes for the, for Joe Piscopo, and then I got cut <laughs> off by the producer. I was going <laughs> to mention all you guys and everything. And the, you know, oh, I, I had everything, man. Where are my Piscopo notes? If only there was a producer that could cut us off and let you talk. Most, to most of you we'll guys, Brown. even the listeners, have, uh, will be able to confirm this story, but I will tell you this. I happened to be in, in the house. I was fortunate enough when one Mr. John Houlihan decided to call into a sports radio talk show yeah, I've called it. and pretend like he was somebody we didn't that we knew. Right, it's only funny to like three people, that, but that's what <laughs> makes know, it funny to me. I'm, no, sitting, no, I'm, not, I'm yeah, sitting yeah. on your porch and I hear this shit come over AM radio. And I, I like when I kiss in my pants. I called into Joe Piscopo. I never heard the show before. I I was trying to go to like uh, the news and the dial. Do you have a you have a, a, a preclusion or a proclivity 
if you will, that seems to like doing this shit, and I think it's well, hilarious. I, I got when I'll turn your power out and see what you do because I'm bo- I was bored as hell. So how did you o'clock. how did you find it? And do me a favor, don't do it. it. I, I found it by accident, and I told Pete, I go, listen, I'm on hold right now. I go, no, I told Pete, I, I'm call, I'm gonna call, call into this shit, and then uh, I'm like, dude, I got right in. I'm on hold. He's like, no I'm way. On hold. <laughs> and, and the guy goes, what do you want to talk about? I go, uh, I, you know, and the voice comes over to me. Hey, he goes, wait. I go, I'm from Queens. I got no power too. <laughs> guy goes, all right. Puts me on hold, and now you turn off your radio and listen to the whole show. And no, I sat, sat through like 20 ads, and I knew I was getting on. I knew. Wow. That's great. That's good, man. Yeah. Last time I called I the fan, they threw me off. You, I was you just warming on, up. You came on to the Mike and the Mad Dog show. This is no shit. For those of you at home, maybe you get it nationwide. I don't know. Sure, <laughs> but sure. Mike and the Mad Dog, and it said, Bert from Douglas Town, right, which right. is completely <laughs> not Bert. even remotely true. Bert from Douglas Town. And you then you proceeded to tell the host that you were a Miami Dolphins fan and like went off on the yeah, New York the fierce Jets. fish and everything. I had a, you I have to, you know, when you're fish, waiting on hold, you write a whole shit. script. I, the fierce I, fish. You got to realize, though, for those of you at home or those of you that are listening on a podcast, <laughs> I am literally, I'm sitting like eight feet Nick out Bo- from John. Nick in Bohemia, no what's up, Nick? This is really happening. Right. And it was so freaking funny. <laughs> that it might be the really dumbest call, call of the year. <laughs> that might be the dumbest call, call of the year. Thank you, Mike Francis. Yeah, there's a bunch. Of <laughs> Did he retire again? I don't hey, know. Hey, from Douglas he's Town. You're in. Squish the fish. He retires and then he comes back and he does a half an hour from his basement. And he, you know, he's like Jay Leno. He won't go away. Well, yeah, he's got a car show too. Waiting right? in the wings. Who knows? <laughs> this guy's just kind of a oh. I think he's switching to a different platform. Yeah, right. <laughs> what's that? I, uh, sculpture. He's going to nope. He's going to sculpt yeah. the sports. He's talking to he's Conan. Following he's Conan. negotiations. Watercolors. That's right. You're listening so to Radio John, Nope. I'm sorry to cut everybody off. Uh, I'm getting a ton of feedback. No, I'm not sorry about shit. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a ton of feedback. You're not answering uh, listener questions. In on, on what chat? I looked in the chat. I box. guess on the chat box. I Who guess is he Joe Piscopo. Is it the Facebook anything. chat or the no? Hey, chat? listen, I'm going to do a Frank Sinatra set. All right, here are the questions uh, I see in the chat box. If you let me speak first, why don't they call in with the question? Uh, yeah. Um, there are people who haven't already heard this. Um, speaking of producers, where the hell is Tommy? And then someone wrote proclusion. <laughs> Those are the questions I see. Unless they're talking about oh because I oh maybe on the Facebook I'm on a Facebook hell out of you yeah why don't you read one of the viewer questions there head you got oh. a good one he's not on there either he's just getting text from people I have a story call in if you have a question yeah, call seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six that number again seven one eight five seven seven what seven Five seven seven two seven one six. Call in. I'll put you right on with Joe Piscopo. Right on the air. First consultation I want to talk is free. To whoever's uncomfortable with my unorthodox yet smoldering figure. <laughs> <laughs> right smoldering what? Piscopo and Houlihan in the morning. It's the money god. I'm totally gonna take over that show. Uh, let me tell you I, something. I put a finger on Michael Myers. Just Wait to make see it the right. ratings. Our good friend had to be pulled in by the lifeguard on Wednesday when I went to the beach. Who? Frank Ravilli. He is a lifeguard. He got pulled in. 
<laughs> Listen, it was the day after the tornado, so the waves were horrid. Just they when were he crazy. He was out. So he goes with the boogie board past the first set of breakers. Now he's on the second set of breakers. Uh, and now the, the lady is telling him, come on in and come on in. And obviously he's stuck and he can't go fo- go towards shore. So he finally raises he's his in arms. A he's on the boogie board. He's like, <laughs> I can't, I can't. So next thing you know, this 16-year-old, he's, he's stuck out in the o- in the ocean past the second Yeah, you know what happens when you go past two sets of waves? You're stuck out in the ocean. Yeah. Dumb, so dumb. next thing we know, we're all sitting at our blankets like, oh, somebody's getting saved. And 16-year-old Baywatch girl with her little yellow, with all the right, yellow thing, yeah. runs out this guy into the water. This guy some weird... Itsy, bitsy, yellow. And, and, and next thing you know, three other lifeguards are jumping in. And oh. we're all like, who is it? Who and is he, it? And then finally... Frank's son says, I think it's my dad. <laughs> oh, right. And did he, he just stand there? Like, and I, I would hope my son, my sons would probably stand there and watch me drown. Just, well, no, no. Save me. Help me. I'm fumbling for my camera because you know I wanted to John, videotape. He's trying, he's trying to, try to videotape it. I can't swim, but I think that would be fucking You can't swim? I forgot about that. Go down. I would never. I can't swim. You know I can't go in there. But the lifeguard was already out What's to that? him. So she gave him the little yellow thing. And Can she, no one on this show swim? Can it swim? A little bit. I could scuba dive, but I can't bit. swim. I've gone 120 feet underwater, but I cannot swim. We're going to go to the Y, and I'm going to toss what? you guys I'm gonna in I'm going to give Mario a little credit here, which is something I don't do too often. I cannot swim. That's right. right. Can it swim? That's incredible. Breaking news. <laughs> so the, I guess the pool is out. Would you go scuba diving here, dude? I could take you. Um, Mario's just claimed he can't swim, but he's a, he's, a certi- yeah, sure. he's a certified scuba diver who can't swim. Well, you have to show him that you could swim when you pass, when you get your certification. Did you but fake it? I sort of cheated, and they like kind of looked cheated. the other way. Because once you I have can your- get around in a pool, if you drop me 80 yards out in the ocean, it's yeah. over. Mario's yeah, got a, a beach ball under his shirt. He's pretending he gets a look. I'm good. No, it's a, you get that BCD jacket. <laughs> it's amazing. Scuba diving is not like swimming at all. It's like floating in space. So they, yeah, your, your, idea, like your idea is like, I can't swim. Let's strap 60 pounds of gear onto me and toss me in the water like a rock. Yeah, but then you have a jacket that you could inflate with your air. Ah, and a little you can, pump. Yeah, pump. You can go up, but don't go up too fast because you you'll it. get the bends. I'm out with that. Yeah, like the, the Nike. Yeah. You get the bends, you're in trouble. You get the bends, I'll have to helicopter you to the nearest uh, hospital. <laughs> it's a you know, <laughs> the Kangaroos. Yeah, so Frank <laughs> almost drowned. Decompression chain, uh, if the COVID wasn't bad enough, he figures, let me try drowning while I'm here. I feel bad for him because his, he's such a patient guy. Let me try drowning while I'm here. I need to get my money's worth. He's such a patient guy. He goes through so much. He takes so much shit. I can see why you would go to the ocean and just hope that nobody comes to get you. You know his wife listens to this show. The dream. She's not listening because Stephen is brushing his hair. (laughs) I'm not brushing my hair anymore. Uh, I figured his giant schwanz is what saved him. (laughs) (laughs) Flotation device. You know Frank's packing. Frank's tank. I got your boogie board. (laughs) You just look. You you know you could when you look at someone's face, you can just tell that's Frank. Mm-hmm. He's packing. <laughs> Thank. Listen, I, I bet any amount of Didn't money. His wife saying so on the show. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Mario. It's I as big no as a remote control. I do not have a big schwanz. My schwanz is All right, kind of small. That's enough. Uh, in uh, just a few minutes. How much time we have? <laughs> We're gonna take a break now. I wanted to talk about my nocturnal Why? emissions. Why? Why? <laughs> A no, lot I don't want to hear these disgusting okay. things. You guys are being gross and ruining the 
don't think the guest is gonna. So You're right. I'll wait till after the guest. Once I want to talk. I don't. First of all, I never want to talk about that in any. <laughs> I want to know if this is normal at 58. All right, we'll talk about that after the game. Yeah, I won't say it. I'll make a note of it. Eternal. I do like that Stephen Soley changed for this interview. That's pretty cool. They constantly change. And by the way, I saw I saw Nocturnal Emissions open for Biohazard at Castle Heights. And we'll be back after these words. I love this. <laughs> this, this, I, this I've never amazing. loved and hated something more in my life than this radio show. And uh, we'll leave, uh, nine o'clock in just about ten minutes, maybe a little less than ten minutes, we'll have yeah. Noel McNeil, Adam. Uh, <laughs> Go meet yourselves. Let's have yourself. a word from I'll our see sponsors. you guys on another chat. Oh, it was awesome. nice talking with you. Um, hey, Mister Pete, your Where hair been? looks amazing. Thank you. It's Bumble and Bumble. Hey, listen, if I have to choose, I'm choosing you. Thanks. <laughs> you got it, buddy. I'm you only saying that because you had me already. <laughs> yeah, and you called me handsome twice, and now, you know, this is this is horseshit. All right, uh, we'll be back after these words from our sponsor, Friedman and Sanchez. World, so nope, preview. Zoom and just not talk to each other? Yes. Correct. That's weird. All right. Yeah, it's called a commercial break. Keep it locked. I'm aware. I just didn't know how it worked with the fucking video. I'm sorry. With the freaking video. We'll be back sorry, after father. these words from our sponsor, Friedman and Sanchez. Yeah. Let's do Hail Mary's. Listen up, friends. Life's a harsh reality. Medical malpractice, police brutality. When it comes to the law, I take your chances. It's time you all called Freeman and Sanchez. All on the job, got the video, get sick, call 347 9419 wrong for death. Personal injury. And your first consultation is always, it's always, always Freeman and Sanchez. Heroes of the masses. Advocates for justice and civil liberty. Been fighting for you since 1993. Also serving Connecticut and New Jersey. And your first consultation, well, it's always, yeah, it's always Freeman and Sanchez, heroes of the masses, that's Freeman and Sanchez, Freeman and Sanchez, Freeman and Sanchez.
on the Zoom in the midst of uh, all these troubles. That's uh, Avalanche, Before the Avalanche by Household Gods. And uh, before that, we heard a little unwound, of course, uh, very sad uh, thing. Our friend Vern Rumsey was on the show, passed away, and I know I should not talk about that. Into the intro, into the guest. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> see if I can figure this out. Uh, yeah, one day I'll figure out how to, how to do a radio show. We'll talk about Vern a little, a little later. Very sad kind of thing. To, Super. Sorry, sorry, Mary. Uh, I liked your commercial. That was quite the endeavor. Oh, thank you very much. And by the way, we're joined here on Zoom and on the radio with the the fabulous Noel McNeil. You've seen him on Sesame Street. Of course, he's the bear in the big blue house. You, I mean, it's just too many, too many things. He's a puppeteer. He's a he's a writer. He's an actor. He's a director. He's a podcaster. Is there anything you don't do, Noel? And thank you for joining us. <laughs> I've taken time out of the laundry and cleaning the cat box to say <laughs> hi, guys. Hey, no. Thank you very much hi. for doing the show. Appreciate it. And uh, where in sure. Brooklyn do you live? What's your exact exact address? I, I am in the Park Slope section of Brooklyn. Ah. Oh, do you know Chris things. Woody McDermott? <laughs> Actually, very close to Mr. Kazawa. That's yeah. right. My alma oh. mater, Pratt Institute. You know, I bet you guys didn't lose power over there in Park Slope. No, Fred, not. No. We, uh, <laughs> we, we, heard, we heard about that in that quaint little borough called Manhattan. I you bet you get grid. your street plowed first. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know if it's still true, but I remember years ago, like the most like blogs, especially parent blogs, came out of Park Slope. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Not so both, both impressive and very frightening at the same time. But, <laughs> yeah. Do you find, uh, I know you're a parent, you have a 15-year-old son, is that right? Yes, 15 going on 42, yes. Do you, do you so. find you get wrapped up in the whole, uh, like, uh, parent, like, community of Park Slope and uh, the school and everything? And yeah. Well, I, I, when, when um, I went to elementary school, um, I, I just sort of, like, I was the overachiever dad. I just, like, volunteered for, like, Everything because I didn't have a dad growing up. He walked out on us oh. when I was 18 months old, and so I wanted to be the dad that I never had. So I like overcompensated. But then when he went to middle school, that's when I figured, okay, I put in six years of volunteering. It's like I'm done. So I'm out. <laughs> the, the, the other parents find out you're a puppeteer, and they like yeah, want you to do over. stuff like that. You know, like you know, like ah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the retired art teacher, and I have to do all the play and all the scenery, and it's like it's automatic. You're retired, and you were an art teacher. Get your ass to school. All right. Well, <laughs> we're, we're interviewing a uh, uh, Noel here, and uh, <laughs> thank you. Yes, Maya. we are. Do you find that that like they're like ah when they, once they find out you're like hey uh, you know what come to the school and do do a puppet show for everyone? Uh, well, actually, I, I wrote two books. One was called Ten Minute Puppets: How You Make Easy Simple Puppets, and the other one was called Box: What to Do with All the Cardboard That Comes into Our Life. Right. And so they featured it um, at school, so that in the elementary school, so the kids could like pre-order it. And I did a presentation for each one uh, in the library when they came out. So then each year, the librarian would say, because of the standardized testing, for the lower grades, hey, no, would you mind coming in and, you know, doing something for the lower grade kids? And, you know, I was funded by the PTA. So oh, I didn't actually mind doing yeah, that. Yeah, you don't mind. You, listen, you can't say no, and it, does, it feels good, right? Hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the kids, the kids were adorable. And just like seeing like the next generation go through, just yeah. like it was really, it was really cool. So, yeah, the kids are great. 
The parents are frightening, but the kids are great. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. Uh, I no know. offense, Adam. <laughs> I remember when um, we had a uh, Jacqueline Woodson, who's the renowned uh, author of so many uh, uh, children's books, and she's African American. A lot of her books have to do with uh, African American themes and and um, dealing with certain issues and challenges of being that. And she writes kids' books as well as like novels for young adults. And so we had her come in as a guest author. And she was fantastic. We had, it was it was for the uh, fourth, uh, third, fourth, and fifth graders, and so it was like packed library, and you could uh, get her book afterwards, and she had signed it, and she was awesome because I remember like the three things she said. Number one was that when she was uh, um, a mom of a younger kid, one of the places that was recommended that she apply to was our school our elementary school and she didn't because it wasn't diverse enough <laughs> and Facts. number two telling the kids the third fourth and fifth graders that the real estate of park slope is very interesting because for a while realtors would have two prices one for white people That's right. and one for non-white people <laughs> and yeah. i thought oh this is great <laughs> <laughs> what is and she going to say in number three and then number three she said <laughs> if you see the same faces around your dinner table every night something is wrong right <laughs> oh sweet jesus the conversations are going to be just delicious tonight <laughs> I'm tired those of your t- dinner tables <laughs> you know the other thing about doing a show for kids you have a captive audience they have to stay there they can't just walk, oh, yeah. walk out if you well, they, they, they were great i mean she she totally the kids listened to everything she asked really good questions so it was great but the fact that she just brought up such obvious things i mean i i co-ran this uh, book club in our elementary school with another parent. And I didn't know that New York City public schools are the most segregated schools in the nation. And I had no idea. (laughs) All the, all the, uh, you know, Upper West Side uh, so-called liberals and stuff, they're like, you know, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, wait a second. And this affects us. It's horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it was like one of those things. Like, I never knew this. So it was like, yeah, so the things you learn at like the book club. But yeah, I mean so. that's in general of northern industrialized cities. They just they redline their cities uh, so that they can make room in a nice way for uh, migrating southerners. But it wasn't nice at all. No, and it's still true because of like you know um, taxes always affect. Like if you go outside of the city and like the taxes, because it was a time like my wife and I were thinking, oh, we should probably get a house and maybe like move to like montclair like new jersey and we found yeah. the taxes were outrageous yeah montclair is a year later right? yeah. yeah and then we found out we saw this article that's that where like tony soprano lives <laughs> um stephen colbert but close yeah. and uh, <laughs> but Wait, when we new york times article said that montclair is the park slope of new jersey and we thought <laughs> well wait a minute um so that does that mean we're living in the park slope of I mean, the Montclair of Brooklyn. <laughs> so we just stayed here. So. That's where we leave your stuff oh, where it is. Nice. Yeah, and didn't, didn't regret it for like one minute. So, right. Yeah. And Park Slope is much sexier than Montclair, New Jersey. Montclair, oh, heck New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. We've got everything here. So. Yeah, and probably. now you know, there's, power, so. there's bass. I, I heard there's yeah, uh, there's a lot of bass in that Prospect Park. I'm gonna make my way over there with my fishing rod. There've been a lot of guys fishing. Yeah, like, uh, people fishing, not just segregated. Like just guys. There's a lot of people fishing over there. Also, there's an abundance of chipmunks. I have never seen so many chipmunks really? this year no <laughs> that I've seen in the park. It's amazing. <laughs> chipmunks are like rats with better PR. 
<laughs> yeah, they're a menace, <laughs> but they're so cute. It's like you know, they're so cute. You're right. The little cheeks are like eating away. So it's like, yeah, you're great. So right, they're really biting your neck. You're like, aww, aww. It's like, so except for those whores Chippendale, they'll be like all over the place. You go to Disney World, they're like five feet tall, and they're a menace. They just come oh. around to your table, just menacing you. And it's yeah. always those two. It's they're like, where's agents. Mickey Mouse? And it's just like, ah, oh, it's. it's Dale, and Dale, Dale again, you know. I, was like, I know. Oh, I was like, oh, Chip and Dale. Oh, want my autograph, and he's like, with the pen and the claw, or whatever. What yeah, do you call exactly. it? The, claw, the hoof. Right. Like, deal with Mickey. I mean, deal with Minnie and all. It's just Chip and Dale. First of all, you, it's like you're not that tall in the cartoon. You're supposed to be this big. It's, just, it's like, what is this? It's like the theme park of Doctor Moreau. Like, how big are you? Right. You, I never thought about that. What if you're five years old and you're watching Chip and Dale the whole time and you think they're small? And next thing you know, there's a five foot tall, gigantic monster in front of you. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah, jumping your table. So yeah. So was, yeah. Luckily, my my son when he was little, like he was never afraid of. Uh, the, the Disney characters. Although there was this great one when he was about three months old and we were at uh, Disneyland and he met Mickey Mouse and I'm holding him and like Mickey's next to me and I'm smiling. Mickey, of course, has to smile. And my son is looking over and he's got this expression of like, and it, I, I titled it like, like, dear God, it's a mouse. Cause he's just like the mouth opens right. like, like that. He wasn't crying, but it was just like, yeah. Jesus Christ, what the What is that thing? <laughs> yeah. You got Same reaction going through small world. Because like the mecca of, for parents going through small world. And my wife and I, we got teary-eyed because we were brought on when we were kids by our parents. Our son, he's three months, and he's looking around with like, uh, You know, the wonder in the on? eyes. It's just like, he's like, what? It's his face is like, like, and you can see in his mind, like, what is going on? <laughs> it's awesome. Like acid for toddlers. Exactly. It's just like, what, what, right. what the hell is did you this? Ever, did you ever, uh, you know, do a puppet show where they, you know, I think that's a thing where there's like a kind of a, some kids may have a fear of puppets. Did you ever like have kids ever like run, cry, run away crying and screaming or anything like that? Um, no, not really. It's just like, it's, I mean, it depends on the puppet. It's like um, good. whenever, because I was this character called Bear. In yeah. the big blue house. So Bear, Bear was like a full house. body mm-hmm. puppet. So I yeah. got inside of him and I operated him very similar to Big Bird. So a lot of, like, occasionally when a kid came and, and was crying, he was actually kind of because they were so overwhelmed seeing him that right. they just burst into tears. Kind of like those footage of those women at Kennedy Airport with the Beatles landing yeah. and they're just like <laughs> screaming and weeping. And it was the same effect. So it was like, there wasn't, because then afterwards I would, after I got out, I would see the same kid. The kid be smiling, and the mom would say, "You met Bear." I said, "I met Bear." It's just like, "That's me." Overwhelming. So it's like, "Oh, I, I, like that. Yeah. once I had, once had a woman good. do that too. She met she met Bear and had a boyfriend like take the picture. Not anymore. She, 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 she was like weeping. Yeah, well, and the I boyfriend's just looking, just like looks good. Kills like you, Bear well, was the friendliest, <laughs> nicest. Guy I've ever known in Puppet Land. I love Bear. Right, you have small children, right? So you grew up with. Yeah, the, uh, my son had a problem because we didn't know this he is was Mario's blind. 57. When did you have kids? When you were like fifty? Yeah, my son is now sixteen. Oh. But when he was younger, we didn't know why he was afraid of everything. And then when he became three and four, we had his eyes tested. And we found out he's legally blind. So everything was just a big hazy confusion to him, and that's why he was afraid of everything. Wow, but really? as soon as he got his glasses, he was. So he should listen out. to the podcast, not Facebook Live. <laughs> he should listen. Right? He's Speaking okay of when, uh, ju- uh, no, when you get into, when you're actually inside of the puppet, is that mm-hmm. also like when you're like, uh, mommy snuffle up? I guess, do you, are you in there? 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, I was, there was a time I was like every snuffle up a relative that would yeah. come along. I was his mom, his dad, his grandmother. Do his you prefer man. to be inside the actual costume, or do you prefer? I like I like I like the body puppets. That's what they're called. Yeah, body yeah. puppets, as, as opposed to like mascots or walkarounds like Mickey and Minnie. I like the body puppets because right. you get to kind of, kind of like act more. You have to like do it more. Must be difficult acting if if you're if if you have a gig and you're just the puppet and you don't do the voice. It sound it feels like that would be impossible to do to act without being the voice of the puppet. Can you talk? Oh about? yeah, when um when the bear was like getting popular. I wanted to see if he would actually, because it was talk at Henson at the time, like, could there be an attraction at Disney World for Bear? So I went to them and said, look, I'm going down for New Year's. Why don't you send, you know, the puppet down with me and my Wrangler, and I'll do, like, a meet and greet and just, like, test the waters. And they said, really? I said, yeah. So they did. They, they sent Send bear down. He comes in two big boxes. You got to put him wrangler. in a cage and stuff? He gets <laughs> no, no, this is just two no. big boxes. You don't have to sedate yeah, him on the way down no, 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 no. He, he he likes his amenities of first class. No, he was in the box and you claim him as a companion yeah. animal. Carpool, exactly. Carpool lane, yeah. And I did this, uh, and I got dressed, and I went to the at that time the Disney MGM Studios, which will always be the Disney MGM Studios. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, there's a space between the the Chinese theater and like the entrance to the animation court. So along this wall, so I walked out, and I, and Bear stood there. And just kind of stood there waiting, and people like would walk by and like do this double take and like bolt over. They just started coming over. Oh yeah. And Bear and Bear was just like you know talking to them and saying you know taking pictures with them and the my wrangler and the Henson representative and like um, one of the Disney Park representatives were there. This other Disney Park re- Park person for the studio came out and came right up to Bear <laughs> and like leaned in close so I could hear inside and said. You're not supposed to talk. That's and right. Bear looked at him and said, "What?" Oh. <laughs> and he looked up at Bear and said, "You're not supposed to talk." And Bear said, "Yes, I can. Watch me." Yeah, Bear you turned are the back original and voice of Bear. This is America. Yeah, last time uh, I heard, uh, yeah. Well, they th- then he went to like you know the, the people who were with me and said he's not allowed to talk. And they said, "No, it's it's Bear in the Big Blue House." And he said, "Yeah, but he's not allowed to talk." And, it, and they said, "No, it's." The bear. It is the real bear <laughs> from the TV show. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, and imagine. afterwards, after that, when before it was time to go, he wanted a picture with right. bear. So I was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, when those a- characters come out, they get mobbed the minute a character is in sight. The, and you had the Wranglers, right, who who have a line and a little rope, right, where everybody can line up. Because the minute a character comes out, I know that they get mobbed. It could be anybody. I mean, it, yeah, and, yeah. It's like it's actually different in Disneyland because in Disney World, it's very control they have the line they have the, the character in the front they have the person in the back to say like it's it or like it's very like regimented right. but in disneyland disneyland because i have friends who work there disneyland is regarded as a neighborhood park that's right and so the characters just wander out like <laughs> on their own really? and i've seen i've seen like <laughs> when we were there one time i saw like the queen of hearts who was a, a full costume character with, with yeah. the head she's me and she was photobombing people like families would <laughs> stand in front of the castle and right. just before they took the picture she would come and just like do that <laughs> and then just walk away like that's it just photobomb and then there was another time it was the same trip with uh, my son when he was three months old we were heading for a snow, um small world and this little alcove on the side was the evil queen 
from Snow White. Yeah. She was by herself. And Which the version? The old it's, creepy one or the... No, no, no. It was like the, the original. The original. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not, not the Once Upon a Time. It was like the actual, like, the, the, mm. the queen. And she only had a couple of people. So I said to my wife, we got to meet the queen. Yeah. And so I took... When it was our turn, I had my son. He was a baby in my arms. And I took a step and she went, <laughs> will he burp? <laughs> and I was like, no. And I took another step. Will he spit up? <laughs> and I was like, no. And she went. <laughs> and she beckoned us Bring forward. the child to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, signed the autograph and took the picture and did the sweeping motion with the arms and all that. She was incredible. Do you do do you, do you uh, do those? Uh, I, I forget what they call them, like the uh, kind of secondary appearances, the ribbon cuttings and the, and the uh, you know, uh, things like that, that other. I remember reading before I knew we were even going to have you on the show about people who like refused to do those things and there were problem. <laughs> no, I mean, I did with Bear because Bear was so popular. I did like appearances at Disney stores and, and yeah. malls. And whenever I was traveling to do an appearance, even on like um, Hollywood Squares or the Wayne Brady show or to London, I always asked them to make sure there was a hospital visit so that Bear could visit a children's oh, hospital. Nice. And so, which was great. It was like fantastic. One of the best places I ever went to was, um, it's in Florida. It's called Give Kids the World. And it's this entire resort um, uh, devoted to uh, kids who are uh, critically ill. And they work with Make-A-Wish. They work with all the other resorts in the Orlando area. They work with all the theme parks, with the car rental agencies, with the restaurants, everything. And they have accommodations there so that the rooms are large enough so that any kind of medical equipment that's needed can be brought in. And it's it's a great place. It's givethekidstheworld.com. And you can go, and if you want to make a donation, by all means, they're planning a special like fundraiser anniversary next March. And I've been invited uh, to go. And so I've invited uh, my Bear in the Big Blue House co-stars, Tyler Bunch and Peter Lintz and Vicki Eibner. And so we're going to be there be next great. March at the Contemporary for this uh, yeah, Give Kids convention. Um, so that's where like, I stayed. If, if you're in the Orlando area, right. <laughs> what, what about hey, all we're the able country? to get there? So, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I, I got a question for you. Uh, actually, you're the. I think you're the first guest that we've had on the show that my kids know who the guest is. <laughs> <laughs> we've had Mark Marin. We've had. Uh, oh, your kids are big Ma- Marin fans. <laughs> yeah, they. Well, that they listen to the podcast, but um, it's required. How, so. <laughs> uh, being inside the costume for long periods of time is it air conditioned, and how do you see? What's going on? I'm imagining it's more than just seeing through two eye holes. Uh, is there a monitor or something inside there that? Uh, um, well, that, like he's similar to Big Bird, so that there's a TV set, like a tiny little TV set mm-hmm. that was strapped to my chest, and there was a microphone up on top. So I would look down and see what you saw at home. So what you saw was what I saw. Uh, Otherwise, I couldn't actually see out of there because was that sounds tough. Like you're in a mirror, like acting in a. No, it wasn't a mirror because a mirror, if you look at a mirror and you raise your, you know, never your did. right hand, it looks like the same side. Right. In a monitor on the on the TV, kind of like Zoom right now, it's right. reversed. Right. Oh. So if I turn my hand this way on the monitor, he's looking the other way. But that's how we're trained. That's how um, Jim yeah, Henson uh, trained us. I worked with Jim and Amazing. learned so much. And also Frank from Carol Ross. Spinney, the originator of yeah. Big Bird, yeah. Did and you so feel, that's what that's why I learned it from. Did you feel a nervous obligation to step into those kind of roles that have been, uh, you know, traditionally 
filled by legendary puppeteers and actors. Oh, I felt incredibly honored that I got to be part of like the Muppet world because Bear and his uh, friends are part of the the Muppet universe. People have asked, like, so does Bear know Kermit the Frog? And I said, well, (laughs) technically, no. Bear knows of Kermit the Frog the way we know of Angelina Jolie and (laughs) George Clooney because the Muppets are celebrities. And so Bear would know who they were from having watched their movies. But personally, he has never met them, right. just like you have never met they Angelina Jolie or George Clooney. Uh, <laughs> they ran yourself, each other my friend. friend. Avenue, they would, uh, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Bear would, you know, Bear would, you know, like go fan cub over, over him. And Kermit was like, okay, okay, thank you. Did you ever have so, a, <laughs> uh, any, uh, ca- like, legendary characters on deck that you practice just in case you had to, like, uh, they call you up? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm too busy trying to do my, my own yeah. stuff. Does I'm it trying take to take a lot of practice? This, Huh? Do you practice a lot still? Like a musician, do you? Is it take? Is it a lot of practice during the day still, or is it now second nature to you? Uh, for me, it's like second nature now. Yeah. Just like holding my hand up and like doing the bottom. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. How long have you been doing this professionally? Uh, let's see. What time is it? It's uh, uh, no. Uh, you started getting paid an hour ago. It's like yeah. I started on Sesame Street in the fall of 1982. Yeah, wow. back then, yeah. a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I, old. I that, Let's just get to the, you, yeah. I'm old. Space coaster. Yes, I did. Did you do Gary Gnu? No, I oh. know Gary Gnu. <laughs> He's doing the news tonight. Tommy's not here. Yes. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I did a character called Knock Knock, who was the pink uh, woodpecker. So I did okay, her yeah. for a season because John Lovelady, the pu- puppeteer who originated uh, Knock Knock, he went off to do this NBC primetime series, which you can probably look up on YouTube, called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Oh, I and it was that. about an orangutan who gets elected yeah. to Congress, <laughs> which at the time seemed absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, now, 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 now it would be an actual relief. <laughs> not such a stretch uh, anymore. Yeah. So. No, so speaking of, of orangutans, um, you know, I know that you brought Bear back last year and have been doing a lot of stuff on TikTok. You know, wanted to know kind of what made you kind of gravitate to doing him on that platform and what you think about the orangutan trying to ban TikTok. <laughs> well, because of, uh, well, first of all, I have, a, it's, I have a bear. So it's a puppet of a puppet. So it's a puppet of bear. So it was made by my frame friend, James Voitall Jr., who was one of the designers and builders of bear. And so... Um, I was asked to perform this bear song at a friend's wedding, and I thought, well, it'd be kind of weird for this grown man to do this. So I thought it'd be cuter if I actually had a bear puppet. So I found this fur, and I kept, one day I just kept asking him all these questions about patterns and shapes, and he finally said, no, just send me the damn fur. I'll I'll just do it. Just just give it to me. And he was invited too. So then the day of the wedding, um, he knocked on my hotel door just before the ceremony, and he brought it in, and it's just, Beautiful. It was just exactly, it looked like Bear got shrunk in the dryer. It's absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so I've had this for um, Comic Con appearances. I've done Comic Con appearances. Uh, last one I did in the before times, as my wife and I have been calling this, um, was at the Rhode Island uh, Comic Con. And I was, I was so happy because it's, it's like the biggest um, one in uh, New England. And I was there. Uh, Steve Whitmire was there. Uh, Mike Quinn from the Star Wars movies was there and carol spinney was there the originator of big bird yeah. and it was his last comic-con he was going to retire oh, wow. after that and it was also the last time i i saw carol i got to spend time with him uh, before he passed away in december, december yeah. so uh 
so this bear, I have this bear. And so, and I'm also on Cameo. So I do these little greetings with him, wishing people happy anniversary, happy birthday, wishing them well. And so, so my M on Cameo, you can go there. I did my research. And uh, so my son said, it's like, dad, you should, you should go on TikTok. And I said, (laughs) and I said, what's a TikTok? And after a patronizing two minute explanation, he said, and you should use your bear puppet. I was like, why? And he said, "Millennials, I just millennials want to be myself." Bear. They would go, they would go crazy for him. I was like, yeah. "Really?" So I did this little video, just saying, "Ah, I'm going to be on TikTok," and so we went have fun, and it just exploded. And so I just started doing like little videos, and just people have just been pretty much thanking me first of all for their childhood, and second of all just for for being there and just like bringing back memories for them because adulting is hard enough right. in general. The last five months. so the fact that this character from the childhood is back just to say you're fine you'll get through this you're doing great you're still smelling good keep going (laughs) and people have been actually grateful for that and so i've been actually it's been actually an honor and actually very gratifying it's one of those things i think relates to everyone uh, you know parents kids even you know teenagers everyone be like you know there's there's nothing bad to say about there in the big blue house i'll watch that on tiktok all day you know that's why it's blown out that's good people feel good and how is it in this how you getting through man are you how you guys doing over there in this crazy well this is one way that's what i like to that's, see that's four fingers of whiskey right there <laughs> what's manhattan yeah. so it's like we're not that bad we're mixing it it's not, it's not full, it's not full of whiskey we, we are in a bar in a garage so it's you know, apropos <laughs> exactly it's so i figure it's like all right that's fine uh we're doing well it was like are you gonna send uh, your child back to school i don't I think I oh, uh, oh, oh, a hell of no. I'm out. No, 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 no. I just no, opted no. out today. Yeah, it's, out. Like, it's like, no. It's like, no. My, mo- wish, both of my kids I wish you could, going. but no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll have you uh, come over in a bear costume and teach my kid. What do you charge? For <laughs> <laughs> Online learning. It's like, there should be like a website where you just like, also like aside from school, just like go and just like the kids could just have like a curriculum. So. There, there are, but the kids would rather go on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bear so just on quick, there. Put on quick lessons on TikTok. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, Apple. Just dress he, TikTok. Dress, you know, dress all the teachers like bears, and we're in. Everybody watch. Everybody loves bears. Look at Money God. He's a bear right now. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and uh, I actually went live. What was it a week ago on TikTok? Because I hadn't done it in a while, and just like said hi to everybody, answered their questions, and also uh, as yourself. Told, yeah, as myself. Yeah, yeah. And then and brought bear on the end because really it's like they want bear, but I just wanted to talk to them and answer any questions that they had, and also uh, thank them for like following me and so glad that um, you guys appreciate like seeing bear again and that you're doing great, and also saying how really proud I am of all you TikTok. TikTokers out there, TikTokers, TikTokiums, yeah, TikToks, TikToks, and they don't stop. And just how proud I am of all of them because that I said you're the reason why he who must not be mentioned wants to get rid of it because you keep showing what's really going on with like the protests and 
Black Lives Matters and all those embarrassments that he's going through, and it makes him look bad. And so he wants to, and he wants to be a bully and like take it away. It's like no, it's like you can't do that. It's it's a it's a power he can't control, and that's what drives him nuts. I think exactly the kids bought those tickets to his. They bought up all the tickets to his. his, his (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, he got mad at that. Yeah, so yeah, they they posted today like other things you can do like. Like listening to like other rallies or something he's going to do and just like just click on it and just like right. <laughs> buy like all the tickets up. and nobody show up. Nobody shows up anyway and they take a picture of it from behind. But we, we you know, we don't want to. Eh, you know what? Yeah, we do. Uh, we want to talk about the orange one. <laughs> do you, I don't want to be presumptive, but will Bear be making an appearance on our podcast tonight? No. Listen. <laughs> that is, that, Why not? That's, Can first, he do a promo? First of all, you're, you're rude. There's no puppets. If he wanted to do a puppet, he would have been there ready. Wait, last week you made me stop telling the guy from the Talking Heads to play the drums for us, and now Bear can't come on. Why are you always ruining everything? (laughs) He's not not your puppet. (laughs) Now, now, boys. That's right. You're you're dancing. Maybe if you're very good towards the end. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, no. What was it like working with legends like Jim Henson and Frank Oz? It was intimidating. It must have been a kid back then. Oh, yeah. It was like, it was amazing because I... It was the reason why I got into uh, to puppetry, and so meeting Jim and Frank, and also the other puppeteers of Sesame Street, of uh, Fran Brill, Jerry Nelson, Richard Hunt, and Carol Spinney, they were like amazing wow. to work with. And so I remember one time um, I was right handing for Jim because uh, there's puppets, there's rod puppets like Kermit and Bert, where they have the, like, the little sticks that come out of their wrists, yeah, yeah. and you control it. And then there's practical hand puppets, so like. Ernie and Cookie Monster, where with Ernie, Jim would do the head and the left hand, and then there would be a sleeve for someone like me just to do the right hand, right. so that oh, Ernie wow. could like pick up and squeeze the rubber ducky. And so we're doing this bit, and they have to stop because they have to adjust the light. And so um, they came over and said, uh, the Wrangler said, the person who takes care of the puppets said, do you want me to take Ernie? And Jim's like, no, no, I'm good. And so there are two apple boxes behind us, and so we sat down and I'm still inside Ernie's like hand <laughs> and I'm like sitting next to Jim Henson. I'm thinking in my mind, it's like, say something, say something. Next to Jim Henson, say something. People would give their right arm to be here. If they give their right arm, then you could be a right hand. Focus, focus, shut up, focus. <laughs> and I remember something my, my mom told me as advice. She said, whenever you want somebody to talk, start a conversation with how are your kids? And so Jim had five kids. And so I said, so how are the kids doing? And then he just told me. He's like, oh, thanks for asking. And he just like started telling me what Next all of them were know, doing. It's yeah. why in the morning. It, why is it? Yeah, yeah, it's just like going on. The mother's like, always giving like, No, I'm not done yet. So I'm only on number three. So yeah. So he was, he was, he, people asked like, what was he like? I said, he's, he was the boss you wanted to please. He was absolutely the guy that, you really wanted to please. In fact, he would um, um, come through the shop, like, and, and, and look at people's um, when people were there, and he would like study a character and all that. Then he got more busy; he couldn't do it in the daytime. So sometimes he would come through at night after everybody had gone and like take a look at what everybody was doing, and then he would pick up something and then pick up something else and like start fiddling with it and put it together and like leave it on the table. <laughs> and so people would come in the morning going like. What the? <laughs> and they realized it was Jim. So then a couple of them re- thought, okay, 
let me see if he would just finish this for me. So they would just leave certain things out. <laughs> and then he would like put it together for them. It was like, oh, there we go. And leave out a Rubik's Cube. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. The math test. Right, right. The why, why am the I picturing, uh, I'm picturing Santa Claus and the elves. Yeah, right? exactly. That, that's what it was. So. Were you ever worried, like, uh, say you, you do something like Chappelle's show or something that's may, maybe a little... I've done Chappelle's show. Right, right I know. That's why. It was great. He was awesome. He was such a nice guy. We did this parody of Sesame Street, and he had kids on. And if you watch it, yeah. because it's, it's on YouTube, oh, it's on YouTube. It's like, a video, it's like the video junk drawer of the like world. Like Snuffy was a junkie? Yeah, something like And I played, like, the, the garbage can version of Oscar in there. Right. But the thing is... I don't know if you know when, this, Oscar actually lives in a garbage can, but... Oh yeah, but he had like a grosser one too that was like more like a heroin addict. Worse, yeah. Oscar's and the thing, my hero. And the thing is, the the final version, um, you hear like you know, Dave and like you know, um, cursing, like you know, in front of the kids. Except when he was there, the track that he used, he wasn't cursing. They put in nonsense words because he didn't want to curse in front of the kids. Sure, right. sure. The Foley so, took but, Oh, then in editing, that's when it got redubbed for the curse. So people are upset. How could he curse in front of the kids? Well, he wasn't doing it, lame-o. When you're doing a show like that that may be a little edgy and have curse words in it and stuff, were you ever worried? Like, you know, were you working on Sesame Street while you're doing the parody? How's this going to reflect with the bosses? Did you, do I, uh, is yeah. this in the contract? I haven't looked at it in years. Is there any branding issue? No. It's, yeah. it, it's totally fine. And believe me, if you've seen any of the outtakes and the rap parties of Sesame Street, oh, yeah, I'm sure. there's like <laughs> nothing to worry about. It's I mean, like, I, I'm pretty sure fine. the first thing anyone does when they pick up a puppet is say a bunch of words you're not supposed to say. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. like, but it's like because you, you can. This is like a certain freedom. So it's like, it's kind of like, I you know. The rap party, like, Cookie Monster, smoking cigarettes, everyone's drunk, they're fighting. Doing lines. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was on the show so in the early the 90s. It was called... Puzzle place and the first rap party that we did, they they showed the blooper reel, and before it, it said it's rated R, and it was just this just stream of just like stuff you could never show children <laughs> between images and the cursing. And as soon as it was done, because it was on videotape back then, they destroyed the one and only copy. Yeah, because that's oh, dangerous. They didn't want to get it if out. Yeah. But then for season two, we made sure not to be so dirty. Right. So then when they showed the the rap tape for that season, it came on and said, the following tape is rated G. <laughs> and it was totally fine. And we have a copy of it still. So and now, you know, now everyone's got a phone and stuff. You're at the Sesame Street rap party. If a video like that get out, you could blow up the whole thing. There must be like a protection. Yeah. Well, the, the rap party, the rap party used to be great. It used to be actually in the studio, like on, on set. And yeah. there used to be, um, for a couple of years, it was actual show. But that was long before... The advent of of personal phones, so all that stuff is like locked away. I mean, they they did record it; you'll never see it, no. but they did record it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, they, it'll get out one day. <laughs> there's gotta be bloopers of like Cookie Monster. God damn it! <laughs> so, Do you still work with the Muppets at all? Uh, yeah, every now and every now and then, when they uh, need extra performer, like the last time I worked with them was uh, two years ago. We did. Um, uh, the Muppet, pretty much the Muppet Show Live. Right. And it was first, it was 2017, it was at the Hollywood Bowl. And then 2018, it was at the O2, the big arena theater in London. Oh, in London. And, and I uh, got to be uh, Sweetums for that. Oh, and I so it was great. Nice. 
He's the oldest was, Muppet it, too, isn't he? Well, one of the oldest. He, he's, he's from, he pretty much, that is the original. There's yeah. like, and it's still, it's, I mean, that's the same one, because Richard Hunt was the first puppeteer really like made it his own for the Muppet show. And so it's still the same one. Didn't you play Rat too, who was one of the original? That's right. Say again? Did you do Rat? Rat? Ratso? Ratso? <laughs> so you mean Rizzo? You mean Rizzo? <laughs> Rizzo the Rat. Rizzo, is Rizzo it? is a rat. Yeah, uh, I did. I did not do that f- uh, for him. No, that was Steve Whitmire. Steve Whitmire did Rizzo. Yeah. He's no chipmunk, that's for sure. No, he's not. <laughs> Rizzo's one hundred percent New York. I have some no, bad information like... here. I have to check my uh, research here. <laughs> no, yeah, can so... I can I ask you on? Uh, were you part of that CNN uh, specials that uh, Tucker Carlson loved so much? The two CNN. Um, uh... No, I was not. They had the uh, the principal performers. Uh, for Sesame Street, yeah. uh, do that. So I was I was not a part of that, but I was a part of this um, this new. Um, it, it, it's on YouTube and it's also on Facebook. It's called uh, Puppeteers of Color, and so I got to be a part of the first uh, panel talk, and it was myself and Pam Arciero, and David Bizarro, and uh, Liz Hara, and uh, and Chris formed it, so they could like talk about because it was it was immediately after. You know everything that was happening with right. George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, and uh, coming up um, next month would have been Comic uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta, and so I've been asked to be a part virtually right. part of a panel on uh, puppeteers and puppeteers of color for for that. So I'll be on so that panel leads, as well. Leads to my next question: What what has your experience in a field that has been traditionally dominated by uh, white people and oh, it still is. Don't be, worry, it hasn't changed in the last five minutes. I mean, it's every field that ever exists, except <laughs> Trust me. But, but like, uh, what actionable efforts uh, are you taking? Is is the industry taking to kind of diversify this the, your, the craft? Yeah. Um, well, the show I'm developing that hopefully will be a series one day, and I might have some news soon. Um, it's called the Show Me Show, and it's a show I'm yeah. developing for kids with autism and special needs nice. and I have videos on YouTube. And when that becomes a series, I'm going to make sure it's diverse as possible. And I don't mean just like somebody here and somebody there. Cause you can have this wonderful cast crew photo that sprinkled in with all these people, but unless you have people in empowerment roles, like unless they are part of your core cast, unless Casting they are director. head writers or executive producers or music directors Unless they are in uh, roles of empowerment, then you don't have uh, diversity in this photo. You have tokenism. Right. And there are certain shows that still have that. And so it's a real and it's it's a kind of thing, too. This is great. Also on YouTube, this great um, um, podcast or YouTube channel. It's called uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Right. And uh-huh. it's kind of like. We're getting into that now. Unco- uncomfortable conversations with a puppeteer because it's like you got to make this better. It's like because it's ridiculous how it's still, <laughs> and it goes back to also opportunities because of the fact that you know you could have auditions or you know a puppeteer, but if you look, it's like it's probably going to be predominantly white. Why? Well, because maybe because kids of co- uh, color, black kids and kids of color, just haven't had the opportunities yeah. to explore puppetry and say right. 
this can be a, a career choice. You can actually do this. Well, and so, yeah, you know, so it has tra- to start you, changing. You've traveled the, the, with tra- Kevin Clash. Did you know him at all? What was that? Oh, whole yeah. Experience? Oh, yeah. I didn't have to watch yeah. the documentary. I, I lived yeah. through it. So I knew exactly. Yeah. It was I was there the moment he got Elmo. So it's like it's like I know the whole thing. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. And so. Yeah. So, I mean, and, but he, he, he was like, you know, this African-American who was in like the most prominent role the big at, the, at, yeah, at Sesame Workshop. And so, so that needs to happen again for like other shows and not just puppet shows, like so many other uh, shows out there. And, and also like, you know, inclusion of like LGBTQ people as well. And for my show as well, for the Show Me Show, when I finally get into a series, I want to have autistic and people on the spectrum sure special needs part of it because you just can't do this without having that representation i went on facebook and i I, i've done like i've I've asked questions to people and people very honest and forthcoming about their experiences with autistic kids some people have autistic kids or no autistic kids or and so i asked them about um autism speaks which is the most famous prominent organization and there is such a dividing line. Oh, yeah. Be- a lot of people think. You either are you for them or you are against it. There is no middle ground with these people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's very divided. Yeah, I think there's like, other, like, okay. People think they misappropriated money, I guess, and other people, I don't know. Well, and it was also like the concept of like for the longest time they saw to try and like raise money to find a cure for autism. Yeah, well, and that it was this malady for it yeah, and it's ridiculous and now it's just like it's like well no this is just a part Jeez. of a person's personality yeah. and so it's 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 all it's a whole megillah of just like but isn't <laughs> like, there a hope that one day some sort of way that will allow these children to express themselves because in internally they have full thoughts and they have a whole internal cognitive going on and yeah. in you and you hope i grew up with my best friend's son now he's 18 as uh not just on the spectrum but on the on the on the far on the far end and we have a great time we go to baseball games he loves riding in my car uh but there's you could see that you know they want to express themselves and then it's just the external ability to do it i think there's puppets helps a lot for everyone doors open and close yeah. and it's a, it's it's a, such a wide spectrum yeah right? it just it, it it just runs i mean there's like um you know there's um like uh full functional so right. that you can sort of mainstream yourself atypical yeah yeah, yeah atypical and then there's just the other extreme where you're just nonverbal right. and just not communicated at, at all. So I want to try and develop the show for, for families and the, the kids out there to help them because it's always, it's a challenge for them dealing with stuff that we just take for granted. It's stuff like all kids should learn, but for them, just like, you know, taking turns, personal space, mm-hmm. things change um, emotions, recognizing emotion in others, recognizing emotion in you, recognizing facial expressions and and yeah. what that means. So it's like all these little challenges that are just that much more difficult yeah. for them. So I want to try where to are you at, where are you at with the show now? Noel? I've so got videos on uh, YouTube and so little videos to kind of give you an idea of what the show would be like. And so yeah. I've I've pitched it and so hopefully I can announce something really good really soon. Did, so. When you traveled around the world, um, kind of uh, you know, doing a puppetry training, did that change your approach to the, did, did that kind of form this, the, you know, 
this uh, altruistic way of uh, this is the, I'm really bad at asking this question. <laughs> Spin it out, John. <laughs> well, the liquor store. When you see right. when it was, so. did, did, <laughs> the liquor stores open, when you when, when you see all these different cultures and everybody, and, and well, did it, did it change how you thought about the way you do what you do? <laughs> good, good way. Good yeah, boom, uh, <laughs> It's been one of the gratifying things of working with Sesame Workshop is I got to go to the other co-productions that are around the world. So I've been to Japan, Mexico, Pakistan, Palestine, oh, wow. uh, Jordan, right. India. And it's amazing just like meeting those people and, and their cultures and how Sesame tries to like help tailor their Sesames for their culture mm. so that you know there's the basics you know there's like an alphabet you have there's numbers you have there's shapes but then uh trying to reflect their culture like in japan they wanted to reboot it and so the curriculum included uh empathy and just recognizing and being able to express emotions because the japanese are very reserved and so recognizing emotion in others and the freedom and the non-embarrassment of expressing your own emotions. Right. And so, and in Palestine, it was um, recognizing who you are as a person in uh, your home, in your family, in your community, in your country. It was all about identity mm-hmm. and who you are. And so it's it's very important for them to like reflect their culture. So it was, it was very eye-opening to see that uh, each a- country needed its own little special yeah. um kind of like goal to keep in mind um india they had um they were rebooting theirs because <clears throat> the sesame because there's this whole it's called the library so they have like their street and then they would throw in like dubbed versions of like the count or ernie and Bert. well when you dub it it doesn't really work in translation so right right india was the first and only sesame to have its own original content so they have their own street and then they go to a segment with their own Elmo. And then they go to this last segment with their own Grover and his little friend, who is a monkey, out in the real world. And, like, that's it. And so they were so concerned, like, trying to, like, tr- trying to, like, figure out Grover. They were having this difficult time figuring out Grover. And <laughs> What's it's like, with this dude? It's like, it was like, Grover. It's like, and they had a binder trying to, for, for the <laughs> curriculum. The binder was, like, this thick for the upcoming season. It was just like, yeah. so I worked with the writers before I met the puppeteers, and I, I took the binder and said, okay, day one, this is what we're going to do. And I just, like, dropped the binder on the floor. <laughs> and, I like, there you go. and I was like, you need to pick five things. And of those five things, you need to pick one goal <laughs> for each five things because you are never going to get through this. You're going to drive yourself crazy. And he couldn't figure out the Grover. And so I asked uh, Eric Jacobson, who now is those Grovers, like, do you have any advice for these people? And Eric's email was that, you know, Grover, their Grover, is a relative of our Grover. And Grovers in general are, you know, they're they're an expert in everything, even if when they're not. They yep. never admit a mistake. <laughs> he never yeah. uses contractions. Grover never uses contractions. He's Sounds like formal. somebody I know. Right. I do not. It's like uh, the the uh, Coen yeah. Brothers movie, True Grit. Yeah. Like was right. He never. He's very formal. And suddenly, <laughs> and they all like. I could see in their eyes. They, they all clicked, and they said, "Oh, he's Pujambi. 
Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, if that works for you, yes, your Grover is Punjabi. <laughs> Did you have to like edit things? Out? Like, uh, were they like, all right, listen, you can't do like, you know, there's no, just you can't have a homosexual oh, on the show. Well, That's actually, like, actually, you know, for just, the, when just we were rebooting, down? when we were rebooting Palestine, I was over there for the writers' uh, workshop, and they had hired new writers, and this one guy was this young guy. He had never written for a TV before, let alone puppets. And so the whole thing was about, you know, identity and, you know, pretty much being proud of who you are and being proud of, like, being Palestinian. So he pitched this story because I told him, go off and, you know, come back tomorrow with a story idea. Maybe we'll use it. So he pitched this idea. So his idea was there's a split screen. On one side is the Sesame Street Muppet who answers the phone. And on the other side is this other Muppet who's in the Gaza Strip. And it's hard for the Gaza Strip puppet here, puppet, to hear his Sesame Street friend because of all the bombing in the background that's kind of drowning out his voice. (laughs) So then, oh wait kids, so then (laughs) Sesame Muppet wants him to feel better. So he ties a note, like a heart, to a balloon and let it like rise up out of frame so he can go over to the Gaza Strip to let him know that he he is thinking of him. On the other side, a a second later, you hear gunshots. And, oh no, it's not a balloon. It's it's, it's a a note tied to a a bird and the bird flies off. Second later, you hear gunshots and feathers fall on the head of the Gaza Strip (laughs) Muppet. (laughs) And I said through the translator, a world of no. I understand what you're doing and I appreciate what you want to say. This is not how you do it. (laughs) And so we thought, like, how could we like make this work for Sesame Street? And so it it came up with like the human character is sad because he hasn't heard from his Gaza strip friend, and the two Muppets want to cheer him up. And so they do all these ridiculous things, including trying to do trying to dress up clowns, do balloon animals that keep flying out of their hands. But then um, that does make their human friend feel better and it gives them an idea. So they write a note with a heart, sign their names, and they tie it to one of the balloons. And the balloon floats up over the wall of their yeah. Sesame Street heading to the Gaza Strip. That's a little better, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and the young writer said, you watered it down. Yeah, totally. And, My and artistic the, integrity. And through, the, and through the translator, I said, you're damn right I watered it down. <laughs> this is it's the Sesame show. Street. Yes, it's Sesame, Sesame Street. Street, for God's yes. sake. Uh, We're not trying to get yeah. into Con over yeah. here. Yes. He did not end up working on the show. <laughs> he left. All right, we'll just chop Mr. Hooper's foot off instead of oh, yes. right. like, We'll go with foot. foot. Let's meet in the middle. Well, that's the beauty of Sesame Street. It it has diversity, and, and puppets in sure. general are they're diverse ahead of the on curve. their own because there are no colors. They're multicolored, and and mm. the, and you can say things without having to say it by hitting people over the head. And yeah, it's exactly. the beauty of the show that I grew up with. I'm sure we all grew up with, and uh, we can only thank you. I mean, I think I was still watching Sesame Street when you first started in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going into like. Season, what is it, 52 now? Oh it's like God. coming wow. up. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's like still still out there. Still How do you feel on. about it being the property of HBO at this point? Well, it kind of has to because of the fact that and people think it was like selling out. But they weren't. It's like it's, it's the, the thing is like Sesame Street is part of the business we call show. 
Right. And there's a reason why it's called show business. And for many years, because if you buy a product from Sesame Street, any kind of toy or book, it says a portions of proceeds go back towards the production. It's absolutely true. Yeah, it always has. And during the 80s, it was fantastic with videotape sales and yeah. doing all those home videos. And then in the 90s, all those DVDs. Yeah. And I, then I, streaming I, came. I, and all that revenue cases. disappeared. <laughs> and so they needed to find a new outlet. And so they shopped around and HBO made them an offer. So they're still on PBS, but they're PBS after it first airs on uh, right. HBO. Right. I, I noticed that they do run it still, but I, is, yeah. did they stop. Is that everything uh, up to a certain point that they shot? And then from that point on? They, they, they on shoot HBO? and they'll air first on on uh, HBO. And so it'll just get repeated on PBS until it's their turn, like something like right. six months later. They shoot around Big Bird's schedule if uh, he's doing a movie somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we were supposed to do a new Sesame Street movie this past spring, oh. but something happened. Yeah. <laughs> halt in production. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think that you could kind of like, you know, maybe be harder, I guess, but uh, I guess everyone's got to be there, right? What do you think? Can you do it like uh, with social distancing? Can you do it digitally? Can you do it away from each other? Can you film it in parts? Or what do you Well, it's going to be interesting because Sesame comes back this fall, like technically in October. So oh. see what happens and like, yeah. how can you do it? So, and what's the difference? I mean, they actually, actually, Hanson just did on uh, Apple TV, Apple Plus. They just did a Fraggle Rock, Rock On. Oh, great. And uh, these little, like, eight-minute segments. And that was totally shot, like, in Remote. people's homes yeah. and <laughs> with green screen, but right. edited together to look like the Fraggles were all together. Nice. And how do you, so, how do you, yeah. how are you shooting, um, if I could ask, uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, uh, when you have to do, uh, do is it? Have you done that yet since all these things happened? I did one thing just before it shut down. It was uh, it was the episode with John's appeal to save the post office. Right. And oh, so was that the Times did, Square? Time no, Square? that was that was actually from that was actually last season. Oh, okay. And so um, it was for this season back in uh, I guess it must have been February, February. or yeah, late February, mm -hmm. and did this uh, shoot with um, the characters that would be put on the stamp that you could buy and the proceeds would go towards like, saving the post office. And so it was uh, my character, Jeff, the diseased lung in a yellow cowboy hat. And my other character, Mr. Nutterbutter, yeah. giant <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> and so that was the last thing I did because I was supposed to do something else. And, and then that's when everything shut down. That's so John's still doing the show right. remotely. He just hasn't had any kind of puppet no or costume audience. element yet. It's, it's a great show. You so. should check out John Oliver. He's really uh it's Oh yeah. This past yeah. this past week was he was talking about like American history and how it's like altered and it's like fantastic. And we should say like, the yeah. post office. Yeah. yeah abs it's absolutely great. Every I his his show is so good. I call it Sixty minutes meets Monty Python right. because <laughs> it's so smart and you learn so much, but then there's that weird little twist right. <laughs> to it, mm -hmm. like a giant talking squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> the appropriately appropriately named Mr. Nutterbutter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> people love Mr. Nutterbutter. It's unbelievable. I tell yeah. people that you and they're like, mail? "Oh my god!" Do you, do you get fan mail from uh, you know, like uh, but they write to the character. Say again. Do you get fan mail, but they like actually write to your characters? And what's, no, your, they, what's your address I, I get, in parts? I, I, get e I get emailed to me, so I was just like <laughs> saying, like you know, it's mostly bear. Not I haven't gotten any Nutter Butter fan mail yet, but yeah. uh, 
but 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 bear, I get my my share of bear. Is it, was it was so. it was it hard to uh, you know uh, find a woman to marry you when you're like the puppet guy? God bless my wife. Yeah, really. I mean, I mean she's got to put up like, with this puppet it's stuff. Like, it's like it's like you married a guy in a bear suit, so you have faith beyond <laughs> well, all have measure. So. Clue me in here. Is your wife Lara? Oh, who's no, my, Lara? My wife, some is, research, my wife huh? is no, my wife is Susan. Susan Elia McNeil. Oh, awesome. of the Maggie Hope Mysteries Maggie Hope, available yeah. on Amazon and your local independent bookseller. Oh, you know, I'm I'm dyslexic because I read Lara McNeil uh, Mc, McLean, and I oh. and I I thought it was your name. I'm sorry. No, that's La- Lara Lars is a oh Lars is yeah. a, is See, a that's puppeteer and also a puppet wrangler. No, yeah. no. My wife is this my, author. A thousand apologies. <laughs> That's my wife, Susan nice. Elia McNeil. Okay. And this is this is uh, nice. book number nine, and she just finished book number ten in the series. Oh, nice. And where can people get her books? He just Amazon. Said, Jesus, God, man! I'm, sorry. I'm still embarrassed about thinking oh, Lars is his wife. You, you know, <laughs> no, I, I love Lars, but no, you're the Lars one is, puppet. I Lars is married, <laughs> and so am I, but not to each other. Right. Who's right. the biggest jerk in the puppet world? If you have to punch a puppet in the face, who would it be? <laughs> Oh, that's so tempting to say right now, but I'm just going to let that one go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most underrated. Oh, the most underrated. Actually, it's like, it's like pretty much all puppeteers are just like underrated because you enjoy these characters, but you have no idea who the people are. Like I, right. I could tell you like the name Jerry Nelson, and you have no idea who that is, but you know his yeah. characters. He's like, he originated the Count. He originated Floyd on the Muppet Show. He was uh, Gobo Fraggle. Nice. Uh, in the Muppet Christmas Carol, he was the ghost of. Christmas presents. I mean, wow. Jerry was like That's one of the most huge. versatile, like puppeteers and and character voices like ever. And I loved him. And I invited him and his wife, Jan, to our wedding. And when they RSVP, my wife Susan said, "Oh my God, the count is coming to my wedding." The count. <laughs> <laughs> so many easy jokes here, which yeah. we won't do. Yeah, yeah. I just found that, I just found this out. Did you know that vampires actually have this sort of OCD tick? Of really? counting, you know, it's funny. Yeah, apparently, when you bury a, a vampire, if you want to like, like, stall for time in order to stab them, put like, like a bowl of rice or a pile of stones. So when they crawl out, they'll see it and they just start counting it. <laughs> <laughs> One. That'll keep yeah, you yeah, busy exactly. for a little while. Two. We're just like that, <laughs> that was a great scene in Nosferatu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the count if you could is step uh, into the role of any uh, muppet. Which one would you like to uh, take over? Oh, Bear. Just like bring. So many people keep saying, bring Bear back. Bring Bear back. It's like, focus. If I had any power whatsoever, it never would have left. Right. So I was like, stop telling me to bring it back. Tell Disney Plus to, <laughs> to bring right. it back. Well, I mean, if they said to you, like, we want you to start doing Waldorf or Statler from now on, would you? Oh, uh... sure. I loved, I, loved, I, I loved all those characters. They, they are classic uh, characters. It was like, yeah. And that was, whole, that was Jim's whole point of the Muppets was that he wanted them to go on um, after he was gone. Right. And that's exactly what those guys are doing. So they're, they're keeping up the tradition right. and the legacy that Jim left behind. So it's, it's some vision he had. And we, uh, we thank you for uh, being a part of that and a part of all of our kids' lives in yeah. some way or another, you've, you, you know, you have so many different connections to everyone. It must uh, feel good. And you're a good guy and you're doing what and uh, people should check oh, stop. out. Yeah. I'm gonna keep kissing your kissing your tuckus. <laughs> and uh, thank you. No, what else uh, do you want want to plug uh, the YouTube channel? 
Yeah. Oh, I got this podcast I do, like Noel's Book Nook, where I read like stories because a lot of people miss hearing Bear's voice. Right. And so I thought, well, let me do a podcast. And I do it uh, with my friend um, Nate Beagle at natebeagle.com. So I record it and I send it to Nate and he cleans it up so it has like no hissing or background noise and all that. Oh, so. Can you do that for me? Can you give me his name? <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. go to natebeagle.com. Nate Beagle. Nate's available for all your audio and voiceover needs. So. I did it's see awesome. I did see you on a podcast that had the greatest name I ever. Listen to a the podcast. puppet pa- podcast called Getting Felt Up. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that Great. was Nate and also his uh, friend Dan, who's Disney Dan on on uh, YouTube. And on uh, Twitter, and Disney Dan is just like the aficionado on like Disney. They had back in March, like during the height of like the quarantine, so it was something to do. They invited me on one night because they had like March Madness, but instead oh, of yeah. college basketball teams, it was the rides of Walt Disney World, <laughs> <laughs> and narrowing it down each night until the final two, and it was up against, um, um. It was Space Mountain. Space Mountain and the Adam Haunted Mansion. And it was just wow. like, wow. I was like, I was like both really impressed and just like, this is just nerdtastic. This who, is. <laughs> who won? Who won? Uh, it was um, the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Actually, I, mean, you know, beat it. I went on Space Mountain when I went there when I was a small uh, kid. And you can't see a gosh darn thing. That's a freaky I, ride. Yeah. I always throw yeah. up on Space Mountain. Never fails. I love it. It might be Mountain. almost where I like that roller coaster because I don't like to see that I'm going to like die. I like yeah, the, it's like, <laughs> Mountain they is close the your eyes for you. Yeah, the one in, Mountain is the third highest peak in Florida, by the way. It is after yeah. like what Splash Mountain and <laughs> right. Everest, <laughs> all their fake ones. In Disneyland, they've got hyperspace mountain, so it's all Star Wars themed. So oh, it's got oh, the Star Wars oh. music and all these Star Wars images. Right, and it was it's a it was great. And we wrote it last year and. uh it was amazing. It was really, it was really good. So, and you mentioned uh, it's a small world earlier, and everybody always does. It has this aura about it that everybody hates it and finds it annoying. It's redundant and repetitive, and it it, it reminds me of the New York World's Fair in '64 where it premiered. And yeah, uh, exactly. They moved the yeah. whole thing to Florida. Yeah, that's when I first wrote it. My mom took me on it when I was a baby. And I think it's a fascinating-looking display. It is. like It's credited to this Disney designer, Mary Blair, who's the last few years has finally gotten the recognition that she always deserved. And And I'm always looking for her concept, because she did all the concept art, for those who don't uh, know her, for all the films in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, like Cinderella and, and Alice seen, in Wonderland. Yeah. And I encourage everybody to look up her concept art on, you know, on on Google and and see what it looks What's like. What's her name, Ryan? Cinderella and Mary Blair. Mary you know, Blair. Yeah. Uh, she, she inspired Pan. the uh, in the Grand Canyon concourse at the Contemporary Resort. There's this yes. huge mural of the Grand Canyon, all these kids that look like small world kids, and it was Mary Blair's design. So, it's, it's and she's getting the recognition she finally like deserves, like all for all these years, which is fantastic. Yes, yes. I'm a big Disney nerd too. I just love Disney. <laughs> Do you still go so. to Disney World I, I have stuff a as an adult? Relationship. There's so much about it that fascinates me, but then you know I listen to like what they're doing in music these days, and um, you know, not so much. I, I music. like standing in line in 100 degree heat. You got to bring well, a little tripod <laughs> folding chair like I do. Yeah. I go to Disney. Music? No, I wonder, what yeah. do they do in the music? What's your well, opinion of the music? Just the way they saturate. It's just so saturated sounding and it's so poppy and overproduced at this point. What is that? What do you mean? Yeah, that's, that's more uh, of the teen stuff. 
Hey, yeah. man, it's TikTok world. We don't get it. <laughs> Quicker. It's got to be under a minute. Let's go. Well, <laughs> my you got a poignant ballot. Keep it 60 seconds. Let's go. Come on. Keep it going. <laughs> my sister works for Disney, so we've always gotten the, We don't go down a lot, but we always got to go down. And uh, I, I know what Ryan means because there is a double-edged sword. I mean, my, my sister does corporate sales. It's capitalism, and at the same time, it's the same thing they do with altruism, like with the hospital and what you were talking about. So yeah. it is a double-edged sword. Yes, it's a big money-making conglomerate it's kind of tries to make as much as it can and so there is a kind of dichotomy there i guess yeah you said mickey's got a tip cup it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> when i went and saw talking mickey i flipped out you know there's a special place you go in and it says talking mickey you know when yeah. you see him on the park he's not allowed to talk like you said yeah. but you yeah. go into this one place and it is it's the hey hi there yeah, and he's he, talking to you and his mouth is moving and i almost i'm, I'm a grown man i almost fainted it's, oh, yeah. His eyes blink and everything. He's yeah. like, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> it is amazing. What's going on? Yeah. Mario is also I've, on mushrooms. I've never day. seen a Mickey Mouse right, yeah. cartoon. I can't believe he's talking. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta, it's all on YouTube. Just go to YouTube. Everything you know how Mickey tonight, talks. Just go on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Talks in a very high voice. Thank but they you. don't talk at the park. Thank you very much, Noel, no. for doing the show. Yeah. I really hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we should, we should, we should uh, if you have anything to plug, of course, the Show Me Show, and people could find that on YouTube, and you really should check that out, and I hope that develops. Nicely, you could find Noel on Twitter at Noel underscore McNeil, not McNeil, Mac with an A, and uh, of course Instagram at N McNeil, TikTok at Noel McNeil. He's McNeil. on Cameo. You can go on there. He'll give you a birthday message. Maybe he'll even dress up like a bear. Can he do it now? Stop it. <laughs> leave my, wait, wait, wait. Leave Something's guess. happening. Something is happening. <laughs> keep talking. Just keep talking. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's all right. Keep going, John. And, uh, Nothing to see here, kids. Just like Noel's podcast is called Noel's Book Nook, and you can check that out everywhere podcasts are. There's a lot of places. There's a lot of different places there. And uh, we look forward to the show me show. <laughs> this is and don't forget uh, Susan McNeil's, uh, her Maggie Hope series, book nine. That's, is that That's right. I will plug it all. And by the way, Noel. Hey. No. Hey. Hey. hey, thank you. I hey, love you. <laughs> I, I called my daughter over to see this. Right now. She doesn't want to come on camera, though. But <laughs> I don't blame her. Nice. Please don't talk over the bear. All right. So what do you have? To... There you go. Well, I, I, the way I, I always like to end a conversation is, hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Because now it's time to go. The moon, the bear, and the big blue house will be waiting for you to come and play, to come and play. To come and play. Bye now. Uh, all right. Then, you know, we're, thank you. We're going to get sued, by the way. Uh. <laughs> now, can it's you okay. say. I don't think I wrote it. It's fine. Can you yeah, say yeah, you're yeah, listening yeah. to Live from the Barrages? Uh, <laughs> you know, you ever get sued by a bear? Well, you're about to find out. <laughs> I won't right. sue. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's I'm your, okay. It's the publisher, the distributor we're worried about. No, we're oh, not worried about anybody oh, coming. We got Friedman and Sanchez on our side. Thank you very That's much, okay. Noel. It's been a pleasure to have you on. I can't thank you enough for doing the show. And uh, thank you, Bear. And uh, be careful out there and your whole family. And uh, be, uh, try to avoid Adam on the street. Parks. <laughs> oh, in months. I haven't seen him in months. So it's like. That's right. Good job. <laughs> social distancing. The social distancing game. Yes. Thanks, guys. No. Stay safe. Wear your masks, everybody. 
Over your nose. Always. Over your yeah. nose. <laughs> For God's sake, put it over your face. It doesn't work. Not a chance. <laughs> Thank you very much, Nolan. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Noel. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Absolute Noel. treat for us, and uh, there, there he is. Mm. Noel McNeil. Thank you, sir. Eight, eight Holy plus. cow. Yeah. Now, when you guys don't clap is. along, it sounds I'm really ready good. to you clap. Know, like Steely Dan I, or not. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still yeah, shaking because Blue, talk to me. <laughs> we'll be back after these words. Welcome to the Blue I don't know if you guys could hear that on the Zoom. That Wayne Newton version. There, there, there was that Wayne Newton version. Just, just rips. You couldn't hear that? As wow, that was not me. That was Pete. It was Zuckerberg. You guys couldn't hear it, what I was playing? Or no? Does it go dead for you? When a shark Nobody wants to answer? I, I put on radio and open listen anyway. Man. Yeah, it goes dead through the uh, Zoom session that we have. This Wayne Newton version smokes. <laughs> Not the shame, Ben. And it's Thank live, it sounds much. like. I don't know if it's... Oh, this Look, this Horses smokes. Oh. 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 He's Thank not here. Going nuts. Bobby who? We're just warming up. Everybody is live with Roger and Radio Now. I'm obsessed with Mac the Nice. Little Wayne Newton. the Knife. Uh oh, look at 
slow that down. It's way too fast. <laughs> That's the, like clean the actual here. speed of the song. It's almost it's almost fast as Freeman and Sanchez. It's like 14. I'd like to thank Noel McNeil for being on the show. That was good. Man, that was great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. What a cool dude. How come Sully disappears every time I do an interview? He had his bear on. They it's have called it. Dabs. It's a homage. <laughs> he had a homage. A homage. In, in a coffin. <laughs> in a coffin. He had his homage. I, just, I don't want to. I don't want to take up space. No, I understand. You know? it's no, like I your show, pre- you're I doing pre- the interview. You know, I, no, I get it. You know, I'm listening. I, I listen to the whole thing. I, and I, this is no. no the, the, the guests have been great lately. I gotta say, Amen. and my interviews are getting worse. <laughs> you only had that one question where you kind of froze you know, up, and I, ha- I can't find. I, I thought having these cards I found in the garbage. That's true. <laughs> I found a box of cards in the garbage, like Letterman. I'm like, hey. And I, <laughs> I thought this would be like a good idea and it would help me. And I'm just looking at cards. I can't find shit. Next, it was the worst next. idea. Done. I, I, I saw that. I saw you have a stack of cards and you're like David Letterman there, just tapping them on your desk and right. then like I just writing said. furiously. And you got these giant cue cards. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Good one, Paul. Four by six, Paul. You See, don't even I, have the glass breaking sound effect. Right. <laughs> like you, Mario's you egg. <laughs> Give me a pencil. Cards out of the trash music for us. <laughs> we, we didn't know if you like Steely Dan or not, though. You know, it's like yeah, he's a nice how guy. Dare we, I, uh, how dare we not ask? He wouldn't even punch a puppet in the face. You did a show. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you got that on the card. Your show, cocksucker. <laughs> wow. Here you go. Brutal. Here's a card for you. Uh, we went from bear to like do your show, cocksucker, and like yeah. we went from <laughs> bear to looking at John. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it went well, but I was. I'm stumbling and bumbling. I'm like an idiot. No, well done, uh, sir. No, it was great. No. It was great. <laughs> what? Oh, 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 thank you. It sounded a little sarcastic. I appreciate this. It feels like the post show. No, I know. I just want to. I just want to get down yeah, wait, myself for five minutes. Now I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I did want to ask how Mario cheer me up with a puppet. How'd you not bring a puppet? I thought for sure. I, that's when 100%. I was uh, back in college, I used. It's time for a bit. I didn't want to say during the interview because I didn't want to step on his interview, but I used to... Oh, really? I did a whole thing on puppetry in college, and then in part as an art teacher, you always have puppet-making lessons. You do uh, paper mache heads, and you make rod puppets, and it's a good way for kids to express themselves. So back in college, I remember I made this this puppet called Vito. Is there anything you haven't done? Vito Vito? has this giant nose, gray hair, and he's an old Italian chooch. And I I did a a puppet show. We had a puppet class at Queens College, and and we did a whole show with Vito and his wife. My friend Sheila uh, did the wife puppet, and we did this whole like couple, Queens mensch couple that live in like you know living in an old apartment and kind of the honeymooners of puppets. Different. Is it based on your parents? Vito. (laughs) (laughs) It's just because I made the puppet, and I always gravitate to these big clownish, bulbous faces, and I put my dad's hat on him. I gave him some uh, yarn hair, and and then Vito was born. But I did want to talk to him about what it was like. What school did he go to? You don't just take up puppetry. Are you ready, kids? Are you sitting in a warm bed? Throw in my voice. <laughs> best, best departure. Yeah, the puppet's taken out of the hose. 
Michael Corleone did this. Michael Corleone did that. My Welsh. I'm a fucking liar. I had a little hey, monkey. First child. I'm a real piece of child. Hey, wait online. How hot is it? I in had those too costumes? much wine. I bid you good night. How hot could it be in that costume? It's, it's you know, it's like a Schmitz. Father costume, Marlon Brando. No, no, in, a, in like Big Bird or Schmuggalovka oh. gears. Chicken Or Schmuggalovka. Thank God I didn't say that on there. To him. Or on uh, being blue. How hot can it, must it be in that costume? Ryan asked him the question. Ryan goes, is there air conditioning in the costume? Like the guy's got a freaking unit. <laughs> Drag him on. There's got to be How something. Be air conditioning? <laughs> when you're in Florida. There's nothing. What is something? <laughs> when you're in 120 degree Florida weather Why doing character me appearance. the air conditioning guy? It's Mickey Mouse. It's Mouse. <laughs> There's a big difference between doing it like outdoors in, Florida, in Orlando in yeah. August. Right. No, you pee in the costume. They give you no water. It's 110 <laughs> degrees. You get five dollars an hour it and go three every hours summer. to get yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, don't like it. Talk to yeah. Walt. He basically <laughs> said he, he preferred doing the puppets. Dear just... Mister Disney, I hope this letter <laughs> finds you well. <laughs> to whom it may concern. He preferred the traditional rod puppet that you put <laughs> up your hands up their butts and you control their <laughs> arms and mouth and. And you kind of like you know those puppeteers? They dress in black, and Still you're not supposed to see them. <laughs> what the mum and shout? No, most traditional puppeteers dress in yeah. black. You know, I, I prefer if you were a, a, a more of a mime. <laughs> the picture of my kid inside the head. As I put, I put it, I put it over my head. I see this picture of my child. Mary, remember that that's what I did. What did you name your child? I'm sorry, Ryan. I did have you know, an affinity to Oscar. I don't know way, why. If you, if you, <coughs> wow. You see what you see go what happens on. when you go. Who's the Muppet you most, most want to punch? It's a dumb question, but I asked it really well. And he goes, ah, I can't say. And then you let it breathe for thirty seconds, and you're the guest goes, well, there's a few, but still- sometimes it works. Gonzo's yeah. a real fucking jerk. I wasn't talking about the puppeteers. I'm talking about the actual Muppets. Like, you go on stage, like... Gonzo's a prick. Yeah, Gonzo. He thinks who the Gonzo, fuck he is. He's got his own trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Grover, Grover can fly. I'm like... Son of a bitch. <laughs> that animal's a piece of work. And that, that story about the, the dude in Palestine with the, the bird, that was... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Jesus, that was dark. That's insane. Yeah, you know what? It's pretty dark. Kind of reminds me of me on the air when you guys want to keep it light and I start talking about Donald Trump and the... Uh, oh, shut up. And, oh, God. And <laughs> call it what it is, genocide. God, it's murder. Murder, I say. I'm screaming into my show. Murder, Genocide making us listen to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my eardrum. Yeah, I'm going to take a red pill. I'm sorry. Cyanide <laughs> yeah, pill. I got black pilled by my... <laughs> What does Speakbird think of Donald Trump? And uh, I will tell you what I think for uh, 20 minutes before you end. Shit lib. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you are. You're shit lib. Are you talking? Uh, I have no mic because I've been... You have I've a been... mic. I can hear you. I know because I yelled. I'm sorry. I got to I gotta stand back when I yell. There you go. Hey, I learned you. that from the master. You're like, my, you're like a puppeteer. <laughs> you teach me a lot. What are you drinking? I'm drinking this thing I call root beer. It's Guinness it vodka and Diet Pepsi. Oh my Are, aren't you diabetic? Shot out of a can. Yeah. That diet Pepsi, get it? No. Guinness and vodka has no it. carbs. You, I, I made this drink up. I call it root beer, and it's delicious. I got a patent. Yeah. 
we were sharing needles like Lou Reed. <laughs> Wait, like four hundred pounds. Von needle. I did take my blood the other day. It was kind of low. It was down I low. I shared a needle with Mario. Did you bring me anything to drink? Would you like me to make that you a root beer? That was pretty bold, Pete. <laughs> I can make you one. Bold. That's my Just least favorite Muppet, Lou Reed. Fuck it. Waiting for my man. Mario, you patented it? Did you mail I... yourself a drink? <laughs> I want to patent it. How can I do it? I put it in a Ziploc. Can Friedman and Sanchez get me, help me with That's my, my legal property? It's ice it's spilling out of the envelope. Yeah. <laughs> Soaked. The envelope is just well, sodden. I, I, I know you're going to regret this, but Tommy did put me in charge of two news stories. Uh, so, listen, you've been talking this whole show, but well, Tommy was asleep. Well, Tommy's what not here. I'm doing. Go yeah. to bed, Tommy. You don't have to I have two that. stories. I want to. No read. news is good. No, news. no, no. Gary no. The airstream. They're short Christ and sake. they're sweet, and I should say them before I get <laughs> drunk. Need some sleep. Come on, I feel bad. Hold on. Let me get the news thing up. And uh... he needs a spa treatment. Get all five, oh, man. all five of them. Oh, the schmitz is closed at my wife's pool. I'm so sad. Fascinating. And now here's the news. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking nationwide news coverage, bit. turn on your TV. Play them all, John. Play, oh, my Play them all. all of it. I want to download it. Don't talk over my intro. Reporting live from at least... All right, guys. gone with those headshots. What's in this... <laughs> What's this is in Matt the news? And this is this is Tommy Rockstar's news, right? <laughs> this is Mario with fresh bulls. So, if I may add to the news, Please. yes. So, so here's another news story, and and and, and this is Tommy Rockstar's news. There's Matt news. Everyone loves him. Teachers bring coffins. Fresh bullshit from Mario. Go ahead, Mario. Try to do some news. It's funny you should say that, John, because I, I have some news I'd right here. I thought I put a moratorium on you doing the news. Teachers bring coffins, guillotines, while Coffin. protesting New York City school reopening plans. The same thing. They got an A-plus for creativity. Teachers brought along visual aids, <laughs> including for... handmade, <laughs> handmade <laughs> coffins and a guillotine while protesting coffins. Mayor Bill de Blasio. Right. School reopening plan in Lower Manhattan, Manhattan on Monday afternoon. Right. Park Slope Zone. About 200 <laughs> protesters, many of them educators, parents, and students. Marshall. By the way, here's the, P- here's the Park Slope PTA. It's Adam, Guy Prescudos, <laughs> Woody, and, and the puppet Adam's guy. Which is, and no, that's, that's the PTA in Park Slope. Woody's and de Blasio. The They're all standing outside going, okay, have a good day. Here's your lunch. Woody Morons. wants deep purple in the curriculum. Right, yeah. You know what we need? We need to. We're gonna put on a Steely Dan Broadway show, and uh, we're gonna buy the music. It's gotta yeah. be included. Everyone's starving and dying in the streets. These guys are running around. Asia. About two hundred protesters, many of them educators, parents, oh, and students, marched from the UFT Pete. to the New Come York City Department of Ed office oh, near please, Foley please. Square. I almost beat we demand safe you schools. You know who likes uh, Foley Square? Did somebody say Foley? <laughs> Woo-hoo. I must hit someone on Tuesday. What? <laughs> Hothead. The crafty group. I got out of the, I got out of the car. car. It, was, it was not a good look. Yeah, oh, be careful, oh, man. Indeed. Don't touch right. my car in the crosswalk. He hit my car. Like he was Ratso fucking Rizzo. I did get into a... <laughs> he was having his New York moment. Yeah, yeah. That was a great question. That ain't going to fly. That was a great question. I just got here. Remember when I asked that question? I go, hey, didn't you, weren't you the rat? 
The guy's like, what? No. You ain't Ratso. You ain't Ratso. No. Fucking hayseed. Well, that's not as bad as when I told him he was married to a man. I have no idea what you're talking My, about. I, I confused right, the Go on with name. the news, please. When the man say schools, they chanted. The crafty group lugged a DIY yellow guillotine. Tommy wrote this? With DO, yes, he did, and he sent it to me. With DOE painted on the blade and <laughs> okay. us written did you where the head would go. On the way here? I practiced it all <laughs> afternoon. You're not, right doing, that you're not doing that. I love that there's a lag on Mario's video, so it's like. I'm staring at a frozen oh, mirror. I'm it's reading perfect. the news on it's the perfect. phone. I never even had it on the phone. I always had paper copy. This is at first. They also carried at least two <laughs> boxes designed to look like coffins with, coffins. A, <laughs> with black cloth draped over I, them I and several handmade news. body bags. I have breaking news. <clears throat> Our cor news correspondent Tony reports that he did not write this Mario <laughs> film. <laughs> film at 11. I'm taking over the news. Non-breaking news, Tommy Rockstar. Children cannot focus on schoolwork if their family members. <laughs> well, or I know teachers someone wrote it. If it's on your phone, like are in the hospital dying, said Mario like A, it's not a retired school what teacher from Flushing, Queens. You quote Sleep. yourself. Well, I was quoted in the story. Sorry, Tommy really? wrote it. Oh, children cannot learn if they're dead, guilty, guilty of murder. The protesters were up in arms the about Sicilian the mayor's plan <laughs> for a partial reopening of the country's biggest school system amid the, the coronavirus pandemic. I'm about to partially reopen your head. Asserting that the current model <laughs> does not go far enough in terms of safety or logistically Seems like a lot of words to say, no more school. Hey, hey. He just wants more free lunch. No oh, school. Oh, out of here. Bill de Blasio has he got, got to go. So he had free the group broad. Come on the news for two seconds. Uh, teachers' hey, main so. focus will be on enforcing health and safety because one slip could cause someone's lives. Right. And so it goes Go in ahead. the news as of today. We have one more story. And uh, <laughs> by the way, story. Walter Cronkite's over here. I have to find How do you find stories on the phone? <laughs> I do appreciate your hard work. Uh, in our next story, nudist. Oh, yeah, real quick. Nudist chases wild boar who snatched his laptop. We talked about Frank already. Just <laughs> 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 swimming out past the breakers. Rash Wilbur. Lifeguard rescues self. Uh -oh. You what? You lose your place over there? I can't get to it scroll up. Is he stroking it? I can't see the video. I can't scroll up. I'll, right. give, I'll give some news sounds into that. Playing <laughs> my theme the whole way through. That's all I want. Isn't the whole story just that a guy ran naked like this? That's pretty much it. This is like in Mario and Tommy's mind. This is like this would be good. A guy was Got naked. It. Pictures posted on social it's media risky. show the naked man running. If after there's no a, twist, like after a yeah, sow and her two piglets, <laughs> to the mirth of fellow bathers at Berlin's. Telefosia. Yeah, Tommy Wait, definitely wrote this. Or to the birth of fellow ba bathers? Devil, Devil's Lake. Right. And, uh, Chief McFiddler added, <laughs> I saw him coming, an actor and coach who says she took the picture. Talk about a bore. Wrote the man, gave his all. German Daily Build reported Friday that what? the man... German Daily Build reported Friday that what the is man... It? I don't understand the words. <laughs> it is from Germany. It's a little hard German to German translation. Bill? Build. Build. Oh. oh. Zig Heist. That, right, okay. 
The man who wasn't identified succeeded in recovering his pilfered laptop. Oh, uh, we've doxed him. He's identified, all right. Don't you worry about it. I saw him coming, said she showed the man the pictures later, and he laughed loudly and authorized me to publish them. (laughs) Wild boars are common in Can I use a photo? Yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Couldn't keep me away. Wild boars are common in forests around Berlin and can occasionally be seen venturing through city parks in search of alligators. They got the little armbands on. And that, my friend, is the news. Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? There's the news with Mario Asara. The news is reporting live from at least six feet away via Zoom video conferencing app. Here's Tommy Rockstar with the news. All right, good job, uh, Mario, I I suppose. I learned from Tommy. I learned how to pause when you guys interrupt. And from you, I learned how to step away when I'm Tell the goddamn pharmacist. (laughs) Yeah, tell him. Tell the goddamn pharmacist. Phil! (laughs) Phil Leotardo. Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, Pop-Pop. Bye-bye, bye-bye to Pop-Pop. Bye-bye, Pop-Pop. You tell the goddamn phone. Like, look like the shot. Oh, you know what? And, and <laughs> the shot. You know that that fuck called me the shot, right, man? I like Feech. Feech is good. <laughs> oh, I want to make. I a guess you could park that van full of stolen goods in my garage. I want a boot. There like is. Defiler. Should be fine. What's that, Pete? Defiler. Remember from Sopranos? Defiler. Yeah. Yeah. Make a defiler shirt and buy it in a heartbeat. Defiler robes. I recorded in Denmark. Defile, defile you. You gotta take a screen printing class, Pete. Mm. How many? If only we uh, knew someone. Someone make t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Doesn't even do that. Jacob is hiring somebody. Looks like another missed opportunity. Since we're talking about The Sopranos, Sully, uh, you should really talk about uh, what uh, apparently uh, James Gandolfini listens to what in his trailer the entire time? Yeah, was he jamming on vinyl? My, yeah, Michael Michael Imperioli disclosed, uh, I think on Twitter, that <laughs> James Gandolfini was a fan of the Green Duke. Day and would jam Dookie in, in, uh, yeah, early in his trailer. During- Dookie's not a bad record, though. I'll write the Dookie. I forget. Sure. For what yeah. it is, it's just it's odd. It's so weird. And then it's, some it's guys like, yeah, right. And he goes, him. "No, I'm serious. That guy yeah. totally does." Totally. Like hearing him say the words "Green yeah. Day," listening to burnout. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> always stays in character. <laughs> Coming clean for the first time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they, someone posted a, the, today, or I don't know where it came out of, but they were doing the uh, intervention for Christopher, and uh, it's one of the best things <laughs> ever. Christopher. Christopher. Uh, now everyone goes, and first of all, Tony Sopranos is more angry at the dog right, dying <laughs> than any human being he's murdered or any other murdered person. He's uh, so mad at the dog that's that right. he fell. I don't know. He's like, I fell asleep. There's always like that with so, animals. And then uh, Silvio goes to say his piece. He goes, I saw you in the back with your head was in the toilet and your hair was in the toilet water. Disgusting. <laughs> Those, That's uh, it. That's it. Did he end up beating the crap out of him during the intervention? I don't remember. Didn't Tony go after him? And I don't him? think it went well. Yeah. <laughs> As my mama would always say, "Those Americans—they treated the animals better than they treated themselves." 
Him, him on heroin at his grandmother's. Uh, oh, with the bar loads and just rambling. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, he's like high on H. <laughs> his 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 last his. I like him on H at the festival when he's riding that like thing with the, and he's looking at the stars in the sky and shit. Like, oh, that looks good. Did you ever think that nothing good would ever happen to you? Yeah, nothing did. So what? <laughs> A little too much root beer for that guy. Woke up on the bad side. <laughs> what was that? his his coup de grace? His his final thing was yeah, trying nothing. to tell Tony that like, uh, have you heard this? Uh, the Springsteen, uh, what was it like the box set or something? No, he was late for something, and he was like, yeah. Oh, he picks Tony uh, up from like jail. Whole dream or on yeah. The highway was full, and the interstate was full of people. Yeah, that, that was that was goofy. Check out it's The Sopranos on HBO Max <laughs> this weekend from uh, 8 p.m. Eastern to 8.30. Right after Sesame Street. I didn't know Adam lived in Baltimore because I've been watching nothing but The Wire for like the past three Adam years. Adam who? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lived, there for, lived there for six years. You West Baltimore? I We were uh, north yeah, west, northeast of the city. Because if west you are, side. we got a problem. I went to. Baltimore. I would say uh, so. East side, I guess that was Prop Joe, right? Prop yeah. Joe. Did you have Lake Trout? I had Lake Trout. I met Prop Joe at Penn Station. Well, I saw we, him. I didn't talk. So we. I used to drive with my father-in-law down through East Baltimore. We would play bocce in Little Italy. Nice. And uh, it like no joke. Shocker. Like, every building, like every house, completely cinder blocked up. It still is. Right. I'm going. Still Google. is. It's like, it's it's it's, so it's such a bizarre city. I asked our to. friend uh, Mikey Baltimore the other day at poker if because I, I was watching the, uh, that show Hannibal, which I was talking about. Hannibal. Uh, that takes place in Baltimore, and they keep referring to it as a small city. And Mike's like, I guess, like you keep running into the same people. They call it small tomorrow. Do you find it small, Adam Krasawa? It's it's a small city. Is it? Pandemic. It's a like small what city. size? Was it like? Uh, yeah. Staten Island, half a queen. No, what do you it's, got? It's smaller than like DC. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, well, so it's weird, right? Because it's like Philadelphia. Like, there's a lot of people that say they live in Philadelphia, but they all live in the suburbs. Right. right. So there's like Baltimore City itself is not big. Like it's small. Yeah, like, you, you got like the harbor there. Yeah, right. you got you know Federal Hill, West Baltimore, you <laughs> know. Middle East. Did yeah, you go to Babe Ruth's house? Did you? Go to but Babe everybody Ruth's else lives childhood in the house. Is that, that show there? is so good though. That show is. So What's that? Mary? Wire. Babe Ruth's yeah. childhood home. Is that in Baltimore? That's right. I've done a proper rewatch. Right. Since I went. First on, I was in awe. I went to his childhood home. I stepped in. It was amazing. It's good. Yeah. Ooh. Great story. I, well, Babe Ruth was born in Baltimore. Yeah, I know. We, we, I, I got it the first Who? three times, and you're like, I went to his house. It was great. That's it. Fuck and and a, another little report. There will be no bocce this year. But, uh, Adam <laughs> brought up bocce. Due to the coronavirus in the news, bocce, the bocce Douglaston Festival has been canceled. Really? I'm, I'm the three-time champion. You are. I'm sorry. Out of Listen, I don't think oh, it's man. It's How about not, a, short, a shortened season? It's not the COVID. It's you know what it is? Half of those chooches who come from Middle Village uh, love Donald Trump, and it's too early, too close to the election to actually have to listen to them. So I'm glad there's COVID. Oh, you're canceling? Is he going to win? Like, what no, no, gonna, I'm glad there's COVID because is, I don't want to deal with them like, a month, be, uh, two months before the election. Yeah, half the guys are packing, one guy's bringing meat. Um, you know, yeah. you just, listen, you're playing bocce, you stay out of it. I don't know. I don't know why they the don't The best understand. was last year because it was raining and it was muddy and everyone's got like the, the capizios on or some <sighs> shit and they're like, no, no, no. My shoes. Yeah. It was like two of us played. I had boots on. It was called the Woodstock of bocce. Yeah, all the brown you could eat. 
Those guys, man. So got sorry, no bocce this year. I'm kind of glad. Well, hopefully next year, God helping, we can. You know, in, in the park uh, down the block from me, Casino Park, there's the bocce court is in pretty good shape, and it's completely unused. Every time I go by it, there's John, no one there. Say the word, and I'll come with my bocce balls, and me and you go have an afternoon Let's throw. Let's go. I'll, I'll do it. Just call me on a day yeah. off. I'll, I'll purell my hands in between every throw. I don't like calling you because you kind of get upset. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a prick. So, you know, I'm sleeping. Don't you know I have a life? I work, you stupid mother. No, I never say that. Hey, that's not fair. I just ignore you. You do ignore me. I don't know. I was asleep a week. When have I ever texted you, you stupid bastard or something like that? No, no. When when we finally talk, when we finally call me, like, don't you know I have a life? I'm like, No, I don't (laughs) say that. And. (laughs) You know what he texted the other day? What did you text the other day? And you're a liar. I'm worried about you. You're a liar. What did you say? You're like, John. When you go to the beast, he he texts Ryan and Ryan, you should go to the beast. John says he wants you to go. I no no no, that was a mistake. It was Bullshit. a total mistake. Well, John, I said do what I Ryan do said he might go. Just ignore him for three days. I, and I think I'm onto his text. I'm calling you a liar. I don't think that was a talk to text mistake. I think you meant to say that. Say what like you want, that. but Ryan will attest yeah. to this. You <laughs> all, text, you all bust my me. chops about my harebrained schemes, and then if you actually go, when we come back, you're like, hey, yeah, that was a pretty good thing. That we did. one this time it, it worked out pretty <laughs> good. Well, this time Sam was great. Well, this time I got to see Frank get saved by a lifeguard, and I got to <laughs> hang out with a bunch of my COVID carriers. Show it on the uh, WV network. Oh, what I know what happened. Carriers? A good thing happened. My tinnitus is cured now for, since I came back from the beach. Yes. You have water Mine's on your ear. Up. No, I hit, you know, my nose got scarred. I sent you that picture. I hit this surfboard so hard. I went into a wave and then it dipped. And instead of just holding it and keeping my head up, my head just slammed right into the surfboard, cut my nose wide open. Right. And then two waves later, I get clocked in the head with the surfboard because I'm holding it in front of me while the I wave. I can see. So I come out of there like with a concussion. I'm You're seeing like stars. Ray Walston and Johnny Dangerously when but you get now, hit with the newspaper. Listen, I've had tinnitus and... for 10 years. I have not had tinnitus since I got clocked. So I'm thinking maybe we could cure tinnitus with just hitting people How really am I supposed to cure the ringing in, in my ears that I hear every time you speak? It, you should have told this me is amazing. Ago, yeah. Really? You got nothing? I have not heard a buzz red. in two days. Well, it turns out there's no cure for tinnitus, but there is if you take a boogie board to Rocky Point <laughs> Beach in... Uh, Robert Moses Park and slam your head into the sand and then go out two more times and uh, and slam it again. Yeah, it's like those cartoons where the guy gets amnesia, and I know I'm going to get hit in the head again amnesia. really hard, and the tinnitus is going to come. I wish back. you'd forget how to get here. You know, in the, in the <laughs> cartoons, you get hit in the head and you get amnesia, and then you get hit in the head and you get your memory back. Yeah, right. that's what's going to happen to me. Roll pneumonia. The cartoons like where Mickey Mouse talks. I can't believe it. Hey, hey, hey boys and girls. Anyway, should we do a game? I yeah, let's games. do it. And no one else has any stories except for Mario. I know, let's go to the game. Yeah, I guess nobody has anything else. Nothing <laughs> happens. I got notebooks full. Nothing happens yeah. in anyone else's life. God bless them, because mm-hmm. you guys are you guys got nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, we're all sorry. boring. Sorry. <laughs> we're quarantined in a park slope. Yeah, there's a fucking pandemic going on. It's like I moved from one box for a couple hours yeah, to you another got, box. You guys have plenty. You guys have plenty to say in that uh, group text. Those yeah. you clam up. I'm, they should make an HBO special about me. Just follow me around for 48 hours. You won't believe jerk what the it. hell I get into. Listen, first off, whatever the fuck Mario is talking about right now is he's been engendered by this Ellen DeGeneres thing, and he's just trying to 
out you as an abuser. Right. And I just want to say right now, I stand with John Boulay. There's a lot of people. Listen, I usually uh, leave you. Myself, a a representative of the lesbian community, stand by John Boulay. That's right, Rob. I'm a hero of the lesbian community, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I heard Ellen Here's got a, a lot of support. Gabba, gabba. There was some gabba. reports against her, but she has a lot of people who know her and work with her. Oh, gave her a lot of support. Yeah, her guests you know, here comes the, the shit lib defense of Ellen. Era, Pete. Yeah. yeah, I love Ellen. I know you love Nancy the, Pelosi, Ellen, Joe Biden. You the love the scene. The, I don't know Richard how old Jenny you guys John. were. You love uh, George Bush, probably now. But the uh, scene that she made out, when she came out when he's not doing genocide. Dick Cheney. Yeah, you love cops. When she came out, it was a time before any Eisenhower would be like, "Cold, that guy's too right wing for me." Hey, listen, you got to admit what people did. She she did something groundbreaking. You guys maybe are too young to remember when TV was no, all straight I, all the I'm time. I'm not too young to remember the yeah. comedy of yeah. Ellen and the whole thing. Yeah, I'm not young. She's a pioneer. Right. Okay. And okay, maybe she got a little cranky, but she's the- a fucking pioneer. <laughs> rich dickhead jerk. She's a freaking yeah. rich dickhead. Jerk pioneer. Okay. Speak to yourself. <laughs> I just smoked a, some weed. You, you have no idea what you just <laughs> No. I smoked some weed. It felt like I ate some fucking chicken wings. <laughs> if we got to take over this Ellen show, I'd rather watch this than that, that shit. Let's fucking <laughs> dancing around with Why Katie can't you Perry put this on NBC? Where's can Donnie? Every How, yeah. Yeah. Can yeah, I just pirate my show right, over there? I think we'd more take over like the uh, the view or something like she that. She sucks. No? The chew. Oh, we'll take over Piscopo's line. And she's <laughs> mean yeah. to people. And she's only AM nice. Only nice to rich morning, people, man. Yeah. I'm sorry her life turned out that way. In but by 10 o'clock she, the like wall. Hillary Clinton and the rest. I have you on one and you're screaming to the mic. I'm sorry. Like Hillary Clinton and the rest. They all start Where out with you? altruistic views and, and they are groundbreaking <laughs> in their own way. Now, sure, people get power goes to their head and they change and i'm sorry but that can't negate what they brought and what they've done i'm not trying to negate anything what are you talking about (laughs) i love ellen mickey mouse and hillary that's what i'm talking hitler built roads that's what you sound like He's a good You're painter. Slim. He made the trains run on time. <laughs> it was you goddamn animal. right he did. Someone was, did that. <laughs> it, it was great because I I didn't even have a job to go to. Hitler's early work was not building work. Oh, Jesus. All right, so what's, what's in the, the game? game Let's Ryan? move on with the game. You know, we could be here all day with this uh, word salad of nonsense. <laughs> it's all in the game. <laughs> Give me another. By the way, thanks for an Eric Badu I appreciate you showing up, Mario. I'm sorry. I appreciate you. Don't you? Haven't you learned your lesson by now? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate you too. <laughs> Ryan, what's in the game every week, Ryan? Uh, this is cycle. Yeah. And now, from a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan game, where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan Collison. Let's move on with the game. All right. Thank you, Jenny. So, Ryan, let me ask you a question. <laughs> what instrument is that? Is that a boat? What's in the game this week? Oh, the you name son of, the of a game bitch. Is, who did they beat? Uh, who did they who beat? Did they is beat? this sports? It's, only... it's everything. Could be uh, many. Bing Crosby. <laughs> it's everything. Who did, uh, John, who did you beat last week? Who did I OG? beat last week? Uh... Name three people you beat last week. Oh, what, in the game? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, I think. 
Who was your closest competitor? Right. Oh, I don't know. I know because I, I keep me. score. It was Steven Soli. Well, me. you didn't give me a chance yeah. to answer. What am I down one now? No, no, it's a, this is just a practice round. Already, been watch this. I'm going to do my best. Already, I'm going to do my best to to keep an even keel and not feed into Soli's wanting wow. to see me freak out. <laughs> you like to win, John. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, 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 trivia score, game Mario? sounds delightful. If you want me to, I will. I got my camera. pad. I'm ready. Sounds yeah, lovely. I wonder what's in the game. I don't really care about it. Oh, and oh, here's Ryan with sports. The Mets lose again. Not oh, no, I'm taping the game. This is loaded the in the season was going to be done Damn it. I'm taping the game, Ryan. What are you, Seinfeld taping no, the game? I just Stop. saved you three hours. Taping the game. I love watching baseball like it's L.A. time. It's... It's the best you can do because you can <laughs> the bullshit. And, it's, and, and the whole game's like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but I like to listen to the announcers. Here's the worst sport alerts I get. I do. listen to I, the I game on the endorse that. on my phone radio thing. Okay. And then, but then I also have the alerts, which comes up like 10 seconds before. So I'm listening, and I get spoiled. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I forgot yeah, yeah. to turn off the freaking thing. What's in the game this week, Ryan? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hey, Paul, can I have some uh, coffee drinking music? Play the whole thing. A little drinking music, please. <laughs> All right. The name of the game tonight is Who Did They Beat? I'm going to, when I tell, when I tell you who the winner was, you're going to have to tell me who did they beat. Is it a shout-out or round robin? Excuse me, sir, so please. If I were, it's, it's a shout-it-out game. And uh, just like I asked last week who John beat, if you were to say Mario uh, or Hairdo or Tommy, they would all be correct answers. Because he beat right? everybody. Let's start it off with this. This is ridiculous. 2018 World Series, who did the Red Sox beat? Yankees. Wrong. Mario's out. Sorry. Nationals. Wrong. Houston Astros. Atlanta Braves. Nope. Wow. Nobody's getting it? Uh, the Montreal Expos. Very good. The Cornwall Dragons. We're all Met fans. <laughs> LA Tampa Dicks. Bay Spungos. <laughs> Look at me. I, I went to the uh, American League. I didn't even go to a National League team. The Manhasset Mudrats. <laughs> 2003 Florida Marlins World uh, Series. Who did they beat? Ooh, yeah. Who remembers Wait. the Marlins World Series? Oh, they, they, yep. Yankees. That's oh, right. Many. Yeah. Oh, I hit oh. wrong already. Enjoy got, that free pass, Xander. <laughs> John right. got it. Point for John. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Yankees in 2000? The Mets. Mets. Yeah. Right. I think right. I got it. Yankees in 99? Braves. Braves. Braves is correct. Ah, shit. Pete beat it? me to it. Pete? Pete. Pete. Yeah. Yankees in 98? <laughs> Indians. Braves again? Nope. Ah, crap. Not, not Arizona <laughs> Diamondbacks. The Staten Island Piss Drinkers. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati Reds. Nope. Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. I should What's wrong with that answer? I didn't think it was that like crazy. Everything's possible. Oh, that's right. The Padres made their miracle run. The dance. Leave it open, hon. 
<laughs> I didn't get to answer, Ryan. I was going to say the Sounds like it's spelled. I would then give yourself a point, Mario. <laughs> I refuse. That's unethical. Okay. Good for you. Good for you. You're a good, uh, good sport. Yeah. I'm not only scorekeeper, but I'm hey, ethical watchdog. Green Bay Packers, Super Bowl one. Super Bowl one? Dallas Cowboys. Colts. Colts. I got it. Nope. Neither one of you. We're both wrong, Mario. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't Dallas? Nope. Three, two, one. The Kansas go- City Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, uh, what's up there, Chief? And don't call what's me Chief. Chief. Say, snap, power, snap. Super Bowl the Falcon Islands generals. Hank Stram was the best. He Time wore out. The Are the Chiefs still the, the Kansas City Chiefs, Ryan? Yes. Yes. Super Bowl today. Who did the Giants beat? So we can't hear you. Ninety-one Buffalo. Speak up. Or 90 was I like how Pete spoke over everything I said, and then he gets the answer right. Your microphone's oh, like crap. foul. Ethical, <laughs> ethical foul. That was the answer. Like, That's the right answer Pete gets. You're speaking over Pete the question. That was a defining Super moment. Super Bowl. Mario, uh, Ryan, speak it to the microphone, dude. Super Bowl 27, Super Bowl right. 28, Dallas Cowboys, both years. Who did they beat? New England then, Patriots. Yeah, Redskins. 27. Nope. Like they beat the Super Giants. Bowl 27, Super Bowl 28. The Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Both Ooh. years was a repeat. Dallas Cowboys. The Packers. The, the Buffalo Bills again. Third and fourth right. time in a row. The Bills kept losing. That's right. The Bills kept losing. They suck. Exactly. I'm starting to think this Buffalo Pete, Bills team is hands bad. in the air. I, I see you looking down on your lap. Stop googling this shit. Come on. I thought Ryan was going to give us like rap battles. Don't cheat. Yeah. If I know anything in this world that's super. Rock him. Eric B is the correct answer. What? What? There was a question. What was the question? No. Oh, I don't know. There was right. bouncing off what uh, Adam said. Uh, let's do one more Super Bowl. Let's do. Uh, let's do last year. Kansas City Chiefs. I beat the. Uh, um, the. Uh, 2020. Uh, Seahawks. Super Bowl 54. It made me money. Stuff. Oh, she knows. Yeah, they New beat York the Patriots. Guy. Seattle? Nope. Patriots. Nope. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the fucking Patriots. No, not the Patriots. Uh, last year. This is crazy. I, I can't I remember. Box. I had a box. It was the Chiefs on one side. Saved. And it's the... Uh, Winnipeg Electrons. Three. Winnipeg. It is the... This, the 49ers of Cincinnati. Yeah, come on. West Coast Niners. West Coast <laughs> Niners. Let's go to. The whole team dressed like Tom Waits. John's, John's question of the evening. <laughs> name, one mo- one, name one movie. Out uh, of Godfather. Many, just name uh. one that Parasite beat for best picture this year. Jojo Rabbit. Right. <laughs> who, else can, who else can give me an answer? Um, Adam, Adam gets a point. What? Uh, Jojo Rabbit, and then there was... Uh, name Don't, a movie that Parasite was beat good. for Best Picture. By the way, did anybody here see Parasite? I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. What a great film that was. That's good. Better great. than Jojo Rabbit. Any Nazis or karate in that? Yeah. <laughs> Another movie that they beat. Come on. Uncut Gems. No, 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 uncut gems. I wish that was sadly was not that was great. It lost to yeah, a uh, don't it. mess with Zohan. Zohan's <laughs> <laughs> good, dude. Zohan's good. Zohan was surprised. Jack and Jill is amazing. Was, 
I never oh thought I'd God. say this, but Adam Sandler was brilliant in that movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. He killed yeah. yeah. You know, if yeah. you make 500 movies in a year, you're going to get one or two right. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say about you on the radio show. That's right. Brilliance doesn't just come. Still waiting. waiting. <laughs> I'm going to come. Okay, name a movie. Anybody name one of them. Oh, come on. What's the one? Uh, what, what oh, little, little Women's. That's right, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody get that one. I think I got another one. Rebel Wilson. Was it, was it uh, Midsummer? No. Uh, got a point for John? Yes. Honey Boy? Was I get Honey a, Boy? No, no, no Honey Boy. The Irish Should've Man. Been. Irish Man. Yes. Ah, the oh, Irish Man. Oh, yeah. four hours. Who said that? I don't get another one. That was Adam. Oh, my goodness. Well, Quentin Tarantino movie about the Fud Loves. Come on. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. Can I get half? Damn, no, you get nothing. Come on, John. You got so many points. Be so. No, I don't. I got like two. You got two and a half now. No, you don't get a half. <laughs> All right. You get one, and I'll just get a half. The ones you missed were Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, Joker. You know, horrible Joker. title for a movie. Joker. I thought it was pretty good. Marriage, marriage Story. Joker was stupid. 1917. I hey, look, I'm the Joker. Look out. Yeah, please. Joker. Hey, I'm joking around here. Oh, that was it's Robert great. De Niro. Oh, that was a great movie. It sucked. It no, sucked. No. I, watched it, I watched it like three times. That movie fucking blows. And Todd Fuck, Phillips, you idiot. it three times. Yeah, yeah well, I had nothing to do. <laughs> Did you see 1917, John? I haven't seen that yet. Have you seen that's, it? That's the terrific. Joker sucks so bad. It's the dumbest movie you ever saw in your life. It's like, yeah, we get it. No shit, Joker. And then, you know what? It's King of There's comedy. no fucking Batman. It's all Joker. Let's have let's have a Batman movie. No and it's Batman. just right. The fuck? The fuck? What a What's that old song? <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for it to come out the end. Nothing. No nothing. The no, Joker sucks. The Batmobile got a flat, and the sucked. Joker sucked. got a no way. latex costume. If, 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 you know, up. picture that movie without Joaquin <laughs> Phoenixes. If if he's not in that movie, and it's like Bradley Cooper or some shit, that movie sucks. Oh, You're saying it's a better cause of Oh, look, I'm the Joker. I smoke cigarettes. I'm so uh, I'm so sad. I mean, I'm gonna kill everybody. Get the fuck out. Do you think Joaquin did a good job? Yeah. So that movie would have sucked more sucked. if somebody else was in it. It's like a toddler okay. wrote that shit. I think it was brilliant. Why? Because yeah. I, I'm here to be your counterpoint. No, because you have a simple mind. And just like the guy that who wrote The Joker who directed The Hangover, yeah. another brilliant. Oh, a, a simple mind. Did, did, that, did that lose? To... Lost to uh, a woman in <laughs> the waters or something. Okay. <laughs> it lost to the hurt mark. I got to make some more rupees. John, Joker. would you have liked The Joker if Batman was in it? Yes. <laughs> I would. <laughs> No, no. I would have liked if if if, nice if, little, like, if, if, the, if the next one. Batman showed up and slapped the shit like out of that whiny crybaby. Like during the credits, like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's totally miscast. Robert, Robert De Niro's fucking <laughs> sleepwalking through a bullshit miscast role. He's running down the stairs. Who gives a shit about the drug? Well, that was a He's homage like, to his other comedian. Yeah, they got a couple midget jokes in there. It's a fucking slam dunk for. Idiot. What's that He's movie Robert De Niro played? Crump? Joker. Rob Humpert, the comedian. Uh, I got a joke for you. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Rob Humpert. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rob Humpert. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Rob yeah. Humpert was brilliant yeah. in that movie. 
And then the Joker doesn't even kill Batman's parents. Some of the jerk off on the street does. <laughs> the hell? What kind of movie is this? I, I don't know what to think anymore. Stupid. <laughs> the Joker never <laughs> killed the and then And then it's it's like it's supposed to be Gotham, but it's New York City. They just change the sign like Bedford Boulevard. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stupid. You see people dancing down those steps. One dimensional I, bullshit in, in the Bronx, getting their ass kicked is? down, kicked down yeah, the steps. Down. Yeah. Up. I'm, you know, right? Finally, he told a couple Washington jokes Heights. at the end. Well, that's why they call him the Joker. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's Joker move on. strikes yeah. again. He's Gosh. so twisted, man. You know. If I got to walk through stones to get to the train, this, this year's Oscars. Did I tell you guys how I feel about the movie The Joker? Bong Joon Ho. Ho. Best director. Who did he beat? Paris. Paris. Oh, who did he beat? Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Right. Uh, Mario, I think That's you one, that. right? You could name anyone yep. he beat. Yeah, let's get another one. Martin Scorsese. Be- right. Makiti Wakatiti. What'd you say, John? Makiti Wakatiti. I wish. He, he deserved uh, it, probably, right? I don't know what his name yeah. is. Yeah, I would have like gave it. it to you, but it's the right answer's wrong. No, he directed Children Rabbits. No, no, Christopher Nolan. Damn. Marty. The no party. Christopher Nolan, no Batman. The Farley brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Chris and the... Uh, dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I cried. I cried during that movie. That's I was movie. on Mushroom. I Three, cried during two, Dirty Work. One. All right. <laughs> Three, Sam two, one. Mendes for 1917. And Todd Phillips for Joker. Joker. Turning in a brilliant performance. Yeah, and he director. sits there at the Oscars like, I'm one of you people. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like go, go direct, you know, yeah, yeah. semi pro yeah, to Jake. Well, well, yeah, go, go get that that uh, poor Asian guy and you make him you a joke in those movies. Like, look, he's got a small dick or something. That's you, Oscar winning jerk. Get the fuck in. You're okay, mad. Dude. Why are you so mad at people? Because it, 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 it's a hack. It's a Didn't hack. you start out saying you were going to be even keel about this whole thing? Like, you're you're out of control, John, already. <laughs> like the joke. <laughs> Let's do one more in this category. Who did Brad Pitt beat for supporting actor this year? Leonardo DiCaprio. Nope. Pitt. He was nominated for Best Actor. Robert De Niro. De Niro. In no, De Niro's. <laughs> supporting. <laughs> De Niro did not get nominated for The Irishman, nor Ashoker. It's a little Oka. hat tip to the. You're supposed to remove these. Actually, he's correct. Actually, I got a point. Give me a point to that man. Who got it? The answers. Who got it? Anybody else have hey. an answer here? Rules. Adam, John. John. You Adam you're tied for first <laughs> with Pete and John. Uh oh. Hey, hey, John's going to beat me up now. One. Super Bowl. Scarlett Johansson. Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, and Al Pacino. Yeah, that's this right. This is the I'll list of the worst Jack and Jill. Disappointing. What did worst jokers. Do? My, the dream cast of Julius Caesar. Three worst jokers right there. What was the Al Pacino movie? The Joker. The Irishman. Oh, that's right. Friends. 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 Romans. I'm not joking around here. In 1989 at the 31st Annual Why Grammy Awards, Jethro Tull stupid. was the winner for Metallica. Best Metal Performance. Name a band that they beat. Adam said Metallica. That is correct. Can anybody else come up with something? Megadeth. Uh, yeah. Anthrax. What year? No, no Anthrax. What, 89, what year? 89. Uh, Great White. Dokken. <laughs> Good guess. No. Dokken has been nominated in this category, just not that year. Dokken was nominated for a Grammy? That's terrible. Judas Priest. No uh, Judas Priest. Maiden. So far, we have Metallica. The Joker. I'm sorry, Ryan. Everybody was talking. I don't know the whole question. 
I have I want to answer, but I don't know the whole question because I love Tull. Jeth, Jethro Tull won a Grammy for best metal or hard rock performance. In 89? Oh, Sabbath. Or puppetry animation. Who did they beat? Sabbath. No Sabbath. Was it uh, Was it uh, Pink Floyd? It was Def Leppard's. Three. ACDC. Led Zeppelin. One. Queen's right. You give John Paul for ACDC. All right, I got a point, man. But many people shouted many answers that time. So? Was that your first was... and only answer, no, John? No, no, no. So then you We're all allowed. We're all allowed. No, 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 yes. no, no. You, Ryan, that's how the games were going. Ryan, is it the first answer or should it's hats off to Larry right now? It's pretty much hats off to Larry. Yeah, you right made now. Ryan repeat <laughs> the so question the five point? times. You know nothing about it. But I only gave one answer. <laughs> who got the point then? I will gladly give it to you. John, who else got one, Ryan? And Adam, I think, got one, right? Yeah, Metallica. Metallica. All right. Adam and John are tied with the Pete other answers. Big scandal. Jane's Addiction. Ooh. And Iggy Pop. Iggy. Two of my favorite metal artists. <laughs> Which Iggy? <laughs> what the hell? Metal. Did Tall Cold win in 89. Right? He was shot by <laughs> seven, was right. 70, 70, 82. He was shot. What, well, how, what song did he have in 89 that was so great? Okay, let's move on with it's the a game. record. Yes. Yeah. That's Heavy Horses. Ooh. All right, let's go to presidents. Name one. Name one person that Richard Nixon beat. LBJ. Claim the presidency. Reagan. Nixon beat Reagan. Correct. That's right. Nixon did beat. LBJ. Uh, No. Fords versus Ferraris. Fords. Fords. (laughs) Gerald Ford versus Ferrari. Gerald uh, Ford versus uh, Geraldine Ferraro is one of the Gold, Goldwaters. Who is Gerald? No Goldwater. <laughs> was it Hillary Clinton? Hubert Humphreys. Hubert Humphreys, correct. If Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. right. one more. So Stevie one more got a point? 72. I got a point. Right? Yeah, Steve. I got the first point. Stop cheating point. me. I already you got a point for John. John? Did you see the Gavins. Joker? I'll kill you right now. Who did you get for Joker? You beat Joker. <laughs> so John and Steven got the point. Why did, wait, why did John get a point? What did he say? Yeah, why did you say John? Goldwater. I got the first. Right? No, no. I got Reagan, <laughs> man. You got John Reagan. got Reagan. And Goldwater. Nixon didn't beat Reagan. You said he did. You did yeah, say. you did say he did. I was being facetious. I'm and sorry. I got Gerald Ford versus Ferraris. <laughs> sorry, John. I gave you the point. But he didn't beat Ford. Oh, I can't wait to take on this world. Put the <laughs> it was makeup uh, on and shit. <laughs> McGovern was the other answer. Oh, McGovern. Uh, yeah. Goji. I love him. <laughs> what did George H. W. Bush beat? I always loved going to McDonald's and seeing the McDonald's. Oh, uh, John Kerry, Michael, Michael Dukakis, right? Oh, George H. W. <laughs> oh, who, who did Eisenhower beat, beat twice? Truman. Ike. I like Ike. Who did he beat twice? Truman. Nope. Goldwater. Uh, yeah. Nope. Ma. No. <laughs> Not Herbert Hoover. You guys too young to know Mondale. One, uh, Adelaide Stevenson. Ah, that's Ah, a loser. It's a great speaker. A great speaker. That guy got the expressway. Eddie. Also lost the Grammy to uh, Katy Perry. John, I'm throwing this one at you. It's a hard one, but you should get this. James K. Polk. (laughs) Name one of two Woodrow Wilson. Name one of two what? (laughs) Who we beat? Who did he beat? Oh, he beat? Oh. Um, Herbert <laughs> Hoover. <Parts. laughs> no, uh, nope. Self-released. Truman. Over Cleveland. Chester. Uh, no, James Chester Garfield. Chester <laughs> James A. Garfield. 
Nope. <laughs> Be more specific. The two people he beat, he beat Charles Evan Hughes and Taft. Ah, he beat Taft. Your man. The greatest president of all time. Uh-huh. <laughs> James K. Taft. Charles Evans Hughes. Murder, I say. DJ, yeah. I like Frank, the FDR, oldest person FDR on this show has four been very times. quiet. FDR won four times. Name one person he beat. Eisenhower. FDR. One, uh, Truman. No, that's his vice president. Sorry. Goldwaters. No, not Goldwaters. H2O. H2O AG. Three, two, one. He beat. He beat Dewey. He beat Willie Key. Landon and Hoover. Four right. losers. What a career. What a career. <laughs> a vacuum, All hands. vacuum cleaner. King and <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could beat everybody. He was president for like 17 million years. Beat him yeah. sitting down. Right. Horse shit. Donald Trump's going to get his way. He'll be president for 17 more Stop. years. How about uh, one more in this category? Let's do uh, a cool Abraham Lincoln. At this point. He beat uh, Johnson. Abraham nope. Lincoln. Ran I've against. I've seen everything else. Um, Grant. Grant. McKinnis. No. McKinley. Nope. <laughs> What's that, a rooster? I'm an idiot. I used to know my president. Sid McGinnis, I used to know how to interview a puppeteer. I used to know my fan. presidents. If there's one thing this show does is it reminds you of what dumbasses we really are. That's the point. Yeah, you guys are pretty good in general. <laughs> 15th president. Oh, I got it. 15th? Oh, yeah. go he beat Stephen Douglas. And Film George McClellan. Ah. I knew it was. It'll a be McClellan. a cold day in hell before I vote McClellan. I said McKinnis. I thought McClellan. They're all the William same. William Henry Harrison. All those Irish. Let's people. move on to professional wrestling. <laughs> no one had to beat William Henry, Henry Harrison. Harry, he dropped dead. Oh, yeah. This category. Right, yeah, yeah, let me ice up. Let, let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the bench all game. <laughs> yeah. Haystacks Calhoun. <laughs> <laughs> See, does it Jerry the King Lawler <laughs> in 1984? Hulk Hogan beat who to win the championship? Andre Kamala, uh, the Iron Sheet. I Iron said Sheet Andre. Is correct. He didn't beat Andre. Oh damn it! Shut up, Mario. Bob Backlund. Who got it? Steven? <laughs> Have you any yeah. wool? Thank you, Steven. All right. Should I give? I should give Pete a point because Iron Sheet did beat Bob Backlund. Yeah. You want Pete to have a point? I could beat Bob back. Give him a point. Pete, you're tied for first place with that stolen point. That's crazy. Bob Backlund looks like he works at the Solely got the point. But he said to give Pete a point. He didn't help me one bit. Afternoons of Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund served two non-consecutive terms. I'm on drive time. It's Bob Backlund. They can't, you know, they love it. The Bob Backlund ayahuasca retreat. I should have known that because I have Grab your coat. I have the Iron Sheik Hulk Hogan finger puppets. I always put my hand, my. Well, we'll interview ne- you next week. Yeah, you and your friends. Puppets. I do have those puppets. And America, Patui. I will take that. I know those finger puppets. You can see it's three fingers. You stick your thumb in the bottom and the two Their fingers in the top. Yeah. Oh, and then you sit in your God, room and wrestle yourself. WrestleMania 8, 1992. Oh. Who did Randy Savage beat? The Million Ultimate Dollar Warrior. Man. That's a good guess. Jake the Snake. Ultimate Warrior. No? Leaping Lanny Poffos. <laughs> Lex Luger. No. The Brooklyn Brawler. The genius Lex Lanny Poffos. <laughs> the progressive liberal. <laughs> Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, in a, he had like a baseball bat in yeah. a Yankee jersey. Yeah. It's all ripped up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you guys will have to excuse me. I just came back from the brawl. That's why my shirt's all ripped up. I'm a brawl. Oh, my God. This Kurt is, Henning, Mr. Perfect. These names Ooh. are unbelievable. Superfly. Rip the Hitman heart. Rick Rick Flair. Uh, oh, I said boy. Rick Flair. Yeah, oh, you did. Get so did. Point he's yeah, so washed up now. I met Rick Flair a few years ago. Yeah, he's he is 80 so years old. Up. Washed up. I took him <laughs> to my dad to meet him. I took my dad <laughs> for a meeting. Me. He's washed up. My dad loves all the old guys. <laughs> he's like 79. I know, but it's hard because he's got hit in the head so much. He's... I spent uh, more money. You, you expect him to go to the high schools and grind it out? Like, no. <laughs> that guy got hit in the head more than I did with a boogie board. He's washed up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Babe if you're a wrestler me. and you live into your 70s, you are mint. Absolutely. You're way ahead of yeah. the game. Yeah. Not a, a very short lifespan for most wrestlers. So, very Steven, you get the point. Especially if you have, like, gigantism. This is That's a close game. How many more? How many? How many points are we separated by? We have I only have a couple John, left. Pete, and Adam tied at four. Steven at three and me at two. Is there another wrestling question? <laughs> I, could, I could come up with something, I'm yeah. sure. Who is Kamala? <laughs> I saw who is Hogan. I said Kamala because I saw Hogan fight Kamala, but it wasn't a title match. I'm an idiot. I was always more of a Shonda. It might have been a title match. WrestleMania 17, April 1st, 2001. Who did Stone Cold Steve Austin? Shawn Michaels. <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. The Rock is I correct. just named the guy. <laughs> who said The Rock first? I don't know. <laughs> One of those wrestling Adam? nerds. Who, Adam. Adam, yes. you take the lead. What? Okay. Uh, You're the best. The, who did The Rock beat on in, in Backlash April 30th, 2000 to win the championship? Undertakers. <laughs> Brandy the, Orton? No. Or Hulk Trump. Hogan? No. Hogan. Goldberg? <laughs> no. Gold dust. Gold dust. Oh, man. Three, two, one. <laughs> Uh, oh. Triple H. Uh, oh, who the hell is yeah. Triple H? That's new. That's the new way. It's <laughs> <laughs> married for money. I know Bruno Sammartino. Nine. Who did Hulk Hogan beat? Nineteen ninety-three. Andre the Giant. Sergeant yeah. Slaughter. Andre. Ninety-three. Andre's wrong. The Giant. That's what he's before the WrestleMania nine, Las Vegas, Nevada. First off, he he slammed Andre in WrestleMania three. Okay. Um, was it right. Ultimate Warrior? It was Yokozuna. Yokozuna is wow. good. Wow. <laughs> Am I giving him on a second try? Am I giving him the a Vegas point? The Vegas one was cool because it was yeah. outdoors. Give everyone a point. Stop screaming. If you keep screaming out Andre the Giant every guy. Uh, Listen, answer. I give one answer politely and I stop. No, then I watch no, everybody. You, one, you, you say Andre the Giant and then you go, cool. then you like, go, it's not Andre the Giant? It's not Andre the Giant for the next five minutes. Nine was good. Nine was a good one. The question is, do I give him the point? We already discussed this. Yes. Good. Ted DiBiase take the championship away from it. The main event oh. won in 1990, oh. 1988. Sergeant Slaughter. Bruno Sammartino. Iron Sheet. No, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Uh, Speedy Delivery Jones. Damn it. Who Andre said the that? Giant Steven? sold Ted DiBiase the championship after oh, he won. Steven. Cameo for Miss Elizabeth. Sully's killing us. No, and he's got title, four. The title got vacated. They have four. She's dead. And then uh, they decided right, on a championship yeah, in 19... 19- 88, Atlantic City, WrestleMania 4. Yeah, Trump's plays. <laughs> in the tournament. Trump was, like, big on that. Who won? Who won? What was the four? question? 
who won that? Who claimed match? it after the title was vacated because it was disqualified? Macho the Man. Ultimate Warriors. Like, what the fuck am I reading? Ultimate Warriors. <laughs> oh, you said that. Right? War- no. Yeah, I said that. Not the ultimate. Jake Warriors. the Snake. Damn. No. George the Animal right? Steel. 1988. <laughs> he liked to eat the turnbuckle. Junkyard dog. Junkyard no. dog. No. Haystacks Calhoun. No. King Kong Bundy. Virgil. Big Boss Man. <laughs> Big John Stud. Bam Bam Bigelow's. Did anybody say Marty Gennetti? Randy Savage. I well, oh, Randy yeah, Macho no, Man. No, Soli said Macho Man first, and then I said it second. I said Macho Man, but I thought somebody said it before me. Oh, I, I, I was sad he didn't think of it that way. All right, I'll give you a That's point, That's right, he John. was Macho Man. He's a macho, macho Man. <laughs> Do I got room for one more, Mario? What's the score? Well, the score is very tight. We got, again, a three-way tie. You want to tag out? Pete, and Adam. Steven's got four, and I am hopelessly out of it. Hey, tag I'm me out, four? John. Soli has more than four. You got, they got every question. All right, then I'll make it a four. This reminds me. Oh, I didn't get. I didn't get a lot of rest. I this is make... worse than the time the scorekeeper Stone... at Hulk Hogan versus uh, Macho yeah, Man. You turn me down. You turn me down. Yeah, but like you keep I've talking on this, Steven. I will give you clarification. Steven had a slow start. He had zero when you guys had four. Now he's got. He's got four, and you guys have five. This must be great to listen. Steven to. has just taken. <laughs> Imagine you jogging lately. around Central Stevie, Park. Steven has. Let me tell you, I'm <laughs> really enjoying it. Steven, you could tie it. Well. I'm out of it. I'm going to give my vote to Steven, and <laughs> it's a three-way tie. What? John, <laughs> Pete, you, Adam. You're the scorekeeper. You're you're a robot. You're not in charge of the game. Well, I, he wanted the score, and the score is you asked me why Stephen only had four. All right. And I explained he had That's four good. because he had a slow start. If I don't win, I'm going to pick like you up like, like Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. The final question. All right. This is for you all. Who did Hulk Hogan beat at WrestleMania 7, March 24th, 1991, to win the championship? <laughs> Mr. Not the ultimate award. T. Ted DiBiase. Not Ted DiBiase. Damn. Huh? Undertakers. <laughs> George the Animal Steel. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji. Jake the Snake <laughs> Roberts. <laughs> he was illegally in there. He beat him the too. gobbledygooker. Uh, wow. Jesus. We're stumped. What the year is this? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Nineteen ninety-one. Dusty Rhodes is my favorite ZZ Top guitar player. <laughs> the Tonka. Not the Tonka. Chief J. Strongbow. Oh, three, two, one. The answer is Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, I said I had it, man. How did I not say Sergeant Slaughter? I said every other wrestler. I said Sergeant Slaughter like three times. I was wrong every time. Was that when S- Sergeant Slaughter yeah. turned heel? It was like pro, <laughs> yeah. pro Iran. Good guy. You see, awesome. right? Sergeant Slaughter was like all of a sudden he was on the Iron Sheik side. I love he it. Was an asset. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter is the wrestler he's who has no eyes. By the way, you know he literally has no eyes, and he took off his really glasses. He still had no eyes. He's always close. Like, like woke Sergeant Slaughter. Woke Sergeant Slaughter. Right? He's like, like free damn. Palestine. Takes a knee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who's the best around? No, nobody. I need one more question. It's a three-way tie, and Soli could tie for a four-way tie. Do you have one more, Ryan? I do. 1994, November 23rd at the Survivor Series. Remember, well. 
Bob Backlund. Who did he beat? 1994. Mr. Wonderful, Paul Andos. <laughs> no. George the Animal Steel. No. <laughs> Give me Superfly Snooker. No. Give me Sean Michaels. He died, right? Hitman. Can you kill Jimmy Superfly Snuck? Bruno yes. San Martino. You win. The Hitman, John. John, Wayne. good work. At the Hitman heart. That's, That's the right. correct answer. Sean, you got it? Then I will raise my glass. You're the best. Around. I knew he was in there somewhere in a championship match. <laughs> Here's to you, my friend. And I took a shot. And you just won WrestleMania 2, John. I can't believe it. Thank you. Because you, you know, Jim the Anvil never got a shot like Brett did. It was bullshit. You know? He's a fucking Jim the Anvil was badass. Second man, badass. Bad yeah, great beard. But, you know. I like the other Steiner. I was, you know, <laughs> the pretty boy. The <laughs> pretty <laughs> boy Steiner. I know way more about wrestling than I thought because I just thought about when, like, I'm like, man, it sucked when Brutus Beefcake split off and went so. We spent the most time on this than anything. <laughs> but the British Bulldogs and shit. He married him. He was cool. He married Rob. <laughs> That's the, the British bulldog. <laughs> hey, no one said Greg the Hammer Valentine yet. Look out for the figure four leg lock. What do you oh, know, Rowdy, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy. Nikolai Volkov. I stopped watching after Andre Piper's lost. Pit. Did anybody see that Andre documentary? Because that is a great. Yeah, that was good. Like well, that he, he grew up in wine country. He's eight feet tall. And so <laughs> I don't think 72 beers is that out of the question. That's right. Amazing. That I'm going to top great... that next week on the it. show. That was the second single from it. Question Mark. I'm in the yeah, Andre the Giant. <laughs> 72 beers. <laughs> it's the tub. Just get an old bathtub. It's in French. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Great game. Thank and you. everyone had fun. You know, I really uh, I feel like... Uh, I, I, I'm going to give my win to Sully and Pete. I don't feel like I... Oh, uh, God. I don't feel like... You I'm, earned it, baby. Oh, wow. What like, about I'm, I'm Adam? So Adam goes, is tied. Yeah, Adam fuck Adam. Adam. I'm so gracious. <laughs> Adam and Pete tied with Such five. a sore loser and such a gracious winner. It's one of my character uh, traits or flaws. <laughs> character <laughs> flaws. That's what you ask. Yeah. Soft flaws. It's Listen, like, hey, you want to touch the trophy? <laughs> Jerk off. No, I can't. I can't even fit it anywhere in the house. <laughs> Guys, please take this. Right. No, take. You know, it's structurally unsound. It's a, yeah, I can't. I can't. Please. You know, you weren't. This, this yeah. cuts. I, I liked you. what you did. I, I, I'll tell you what I do win the contest for is biggest prick. I'll take that. Mm. You're the best. Right. Thank you, everybody. John, we have prick. 10 minutes left. Thank you, Big Bird. Thank you, Mario. John, Thank the you. show's not over. We have 10 minutes left. <laughs> Well, what do you say? Tommy, Tommy, the Tommy just called me and told me, "Tell John the show's not over." You're either in or you're out. If I have a question for the panel. I have a question for the panel. Has such teeth, and it shows them. What's your question? You have 30 seconds. Is it strange that at 58 that I would still have nocturnal emissions, otherwise known as wet dreams? And it keeps we'll see you uh, in a couple of weeks. Couple weeks. <laughs> you know when that shark Wow. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sully. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Hairdo. Thank you, Traveler B. Thank you, Mario. And uh, I think uh, maybe a doctor is for the forum to uh, talk about things like that. I don't want to hear. Never, never a trace. Stop!
Yeah, your mic is off. Because now I'm going to talk about wet dreams. I'm not. Oh, come on. Nah, listen. It was great. You start your own jerk podcast about jerking off. Stephen wants to hear it. No, I really do not want to hear it. Good night, everybody. See you in my dreams. Stick around for music Music off. Does anyone have anything to plug? Well, we'll be off for two weeks, John. I just want to promote my restraining order that I'm filing against Mario. What? It's natural. It's perfectly natural. I'm just amazed that I can still do it. Just get to keep going, huh? No, I want to say we're not going to be on the air for the next two weeks. That's what I'm plugging. Uh, have a great rest of August, and we'll see you guys when, John? When are we coming back? I don't know. Probably never. <laughs> My dream yeah, this is probably the last one. <laughs> Give a fuck. That's $50 in the swear jar for you. I'm going to go get a puppet and start a new career. after this painting, podcast, band. I failed at everything. Let's try a puppet. <laughs> Give a fuck. See this is a uh, here's a little polvo coming out. See this. Brought us all together. <laughs> Denim and leather brought us all together. Denim and leather brought us all together. But it was you. Oh, that denim with that leather. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the shark has pretty teeth, dear, and he shows them pearly white. Just a jackknife. Thanks, guys. Thanks, We'll see you next time. And he keeps it, keeps it way out of sight. When that shark bites with his teeth here, scarlet billows, they begin to spread. Bass player is totally like Frank's like, hey, nobody stands me up, baby. So there's barely ever one trace of red on the sidewalk one Sunday morning lies a body oozing light. Someone sneaking round the corner For that someone perhaps could chance to be mad the night From a tugboat on the river going slow 
a cement bag It is dropping down Yeah, the cement Is just for the weight, dear You can make a large bet Mac Heath is back in town My man, Louis Miller He split the scene, babe After drawing out all the breath From his stash Now Mac Heath spends Just like a pimp, babe Do you suppose that our boy did something rash Ah, old Satchmo Louis Armstrong, Bobby Darren They did this song night Lady Ella too They all sang it With so much feeling That old blue iron He ain't gonna add nothing new The Breaker Brothers And Hampton's bringing up the rear All these bad cats And more are in the band now They make the greatest sounds You ever gonna hear Hey, Suki Tortri Jenny Diver Holly Peachum Cause Mac Heath, that's 